I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack and start living a better life today. Okay, everyone. If you take a look out your right side, you'll see the legendary St. Louis Cemetery number one. Uh, founded in 1789, uh, this here is the resting place of the uh, first oh. black mayor of New Orleans, Ernest Morial. It is also believed to be the burial site of the infamous voodoo queen Marie Laveau. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Haven't you seen enough boobs? <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Welcome to Film Sack, everybody. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind since 2009. This is episode 529. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by How Long Is It Gonna Take You to Finally Pee Completely Done Away? Ooh, that could be a moment. Oh, hi. Hello. And welcome to the Boobs Gone Wild podcast. Here's my card. Totally didn't make that on my wife's printer. That's for finances and kids' school projects and stuff, not <laughs> porn printing. I mean, come on, this is 2006. Who has that sort of technology anyway? Nobody. All right. Is this is not a visual medium podcast. I am going to have to contextualize these boobies for the listeners. So imagine Mardi Gras, beads for boobs and boobs for beads. But wait, it's October. And you know what that means? That's right. Haunted swamp tours and running from the guy with the one handed axe wound in his neurofibromatosis face. It's not his fault. He was born that way. Don't look at my 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 matosis face. Well, <laughs> look, speak of the devil. There is old one-handed axe man now, not a hatchet. Oh no, he is using a belt sander on my crotch. This is kind of off-brand for you. I was pretty sure my death would involve a one-handed axe. Randy, delete my porn. <laughs> you can count on me, my friend. Yeah. I will fly across this country yeah. to your home. If there's anyone who will absolutely delete your porn, it's Randy, for sure. Yes. Uh, well done. Also with us, as, spoken, as his name was just spoken of, Randy, you can't hook up with Itchy Chicks Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian, Brian. Randy? Why, yes, I can take you on a swamp tour. If you're looking for a haunted swamp tour, I'm just the man to say. 
I've been taking folks out on a haunted swamp tour around these parts for many, many hours. A couple dozen hours since I started. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to show you the time of your life. Long as you follow my three simple rules. Number one, no questioning my authenticity. I talk like this because I'm from here. I know this swamp like the back of my hand. That being the hand where I've written some notes that are rubbing <laughs> mm. off. Hey, let's just move on to number two. Mm. No arguing with your tour guide. I'm serious, folks. Arguing with your tour guide could cause a distraction and distractions could get y'all killed. Just nod and smile and agree with whatever I say while we're touring the swamp. Number mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Contrary to number two, visual distractions are on the table. If you want to <laughs> pull down your tube tops and show me some bare breasts, that could also get you killed. But you know what? We're going to die happy. Mm, that's the truth. Boy. Dude. Tube tops. Hey, wait a minute. Are you a white guy doing an Asian guy doing a Louisiana <laughs> accent? No question in my authenticity. Yeah, very authentic. <laughs> that was rule number one. Yeah, that was rule number one. Very authentic. Uh, finally, Brian, he calls his crotch the haunted swamp tour ibit. Oh, Ooh, yes. That's the scary fairy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I run a competing uh, tour business. <laughs> <laughs> and did not discuss with my fellow uh, Filmsackian about the the thing, the intro I'm gonna do here. Uh, okay, everybody's seatbelt buckled. Good. And thanks for coming on the Bayou Boat Ghost Tour. I'm gonna be your guide, Gumbo Etouffee. And if you think this accent is racist, well, wait until you hear my Asian impersonation. Over the next several hours, I'll be your personal guide through the spooky waters of the Louisiana bayous. Oh yes, sir. And yes, it's true. I sound like Adam Sandler's regular voice, but I dress Ooh. like Opera Man. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the tour. If you look to your left, you'll see some gratuitous nudity. It's something that's made New Orleans famous. And don't worry, folks, they're promiscuous, so they'll definitely be among the first to die. If you look to your right, you'll see a dude who was in Mad Men. Mad Men. He's playing a dude who's playing a comptroller who's playing a porn director. Yes, I know all of these things are inside the bus, but the windows are soaped up so we don't inadvertently drive by a fast food logo that we don't have permission to show. Anyway, why aren't you guys listening to... Oh, damn it. This is why I don't turn off the PA system on the bus. Nice, nice. Yeah, way, Asian Cajun. The, I'm loving the accent. Asian it's great. We, we actually great. have a restaurant in uh, Denver here called the Asian Cajun. Nice. No, uh, fusion food, I guess. Yeah, I it's a fusion so. place, and yeah. they do uh, uh, like crawfish, but then it's like teriyaki, oh. and you, it's like all boiled and steamed. <laughs> but then you get like the sauces. The sauces are all the Asian things. You're basically so you the, the offensive. Uh, yeah, it's served stuff. by this guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's right, basically right. you're you're, you're basically like, describing my life with the, I got the southern half, I got the Korean half. I would like oh, right. uh, I would like yeah, more of that yeah. fusion, please. That'd be but, lovely. But but that foghorn leghorn accent, uh, like that is <laughs> that is a that is a weird like non-specific thing. It's it's like yeah, just yeah. southern. I, when you first started talking, Brian, I was like is he going for Georgia? And then I realized, yeah, no, you yeah. know what? Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> is kind of all over the place. He's kind of a, a Californian's idea of right. what someone yeah. from Georgia or Tennessee yeah. or North Carolina. It's old, it's old Hollywood. This guy's from Jersey, yeah. right? Yeah. It's all Hollywood. Yeah. No, Detroit he was from. 
But it, oh, Detroit. That's right. Said, That's yeah. right. But it's all it's all this amalgamation of like, hey, what does a 1950s uh, movie studio think a Southern guy sounds like? Yeah. Right. Uh, whereas, yeah. whereas the New Orleans region, like I, you know, go, going all the way out into East Texas and up, you know, in, into Southern Arkansas and you know, like to, over to the Mississippi, like that accent. That that yeah. like it's it's very localized. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Not, you get to, it doesn't really sound like when, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. when you get to the south and you get to a coastline, accents change a lot. Yeah. Right. A whole uh, lot. So, yeah. yeah, a whole lot, especially down there. You got French Cajun people uh, who've been there for generations. My wife's, you know, related to a bunch of them. So we we see them all the time. And <clears throat> nothing in this movie felt authentic in that regard. All of it oh, felt fake. No. Yeah. 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 The only thing that was enough. like, I mean, if they hadn't set up the. You know, Mardi Gras party and contextualize the boobies. It would have been like, right. where are we at? Also, yeah. they that well, camera those, angle the to, throwing up yeah. the the woman throwing up says, "Oh, okay, this is Mardi Gras. This is Louisiana." Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Just, <laughs> that was the closest but, we got to Mardi Gras. But the thing is, when the when Ibit was explaining, uh, or part part of Ibit's intro was about cameras not showing the you know too many logos oh, yeah. and things yeah the whole yeah. that whole mardi gras scene could have been filmed in you know la or something it was just so right. closed off and like we're not we don't dare show more than the one balcony a little yeah. piece of a well, street and a little bit of a crowd all mushed together but we can't well, be just low budget you know. film anyway i'm trying to remember what it was called what was it it was uh hatchet hatchet yeah hatchet. Hatchet. And, <laughs> have we not said the name of the movie no, yet i don't know <laughs> it should be called it Axe, may be but, yeah. it may be that a lot of that was actually filmed in california like it's mm-hmm. it's hard oh, yeah. to Absolutely. it's hard to discern because the filming locations are are kind of uh, shoddy oh, and, yeah. and yeah. everything yeah. about this film is shoddy but like it may be that they went to Santa Clarita, which has some old town and, you know, like there's probably, they probably found like a cemetery with a high iron gate. Right. And like, yeah. it's just, you just like, <laughs> eh, it, you, Santa Clarita can really stand in for a lot. Yeah. There's also a reason <laughs> they filmed uh, the, they filmed the swamp at, uh, in the dark. There's a reason they did right. this because yeah. yeah. they're yes. not really there. It's all bullshit. And I think it easily uh, could have been filmed in the first, um, few feet of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney. <laughs> oh, that's, that's <laughs> you're right. You're right. You can't bring cameras in here. Yeah, mm. no, that's true. They probably we they have, a, have we have a. This is probably one of the lowest budget films we've seen in a while. One point five yeah. million that's, that's uh, all. Yeah. for this film. Yeah, so you know Which, you're you're talking about almost nothing. Yeah, right, especially that, when you're paying Kane hotter. Yeah, yeah, man. that gets me right. straight to my first question. Like, <laughs> was the was the cast worth it here? Like, I. I wondered. I wondered why this film. Why this filmmaker? This it's a guy who wrote and directed it. Yeah. This, you know, right. One of Adam these people who's yeah. trying to make his own way as a as a filmmaker, and you and you start with this kind of low budget. Schlock. He's mostly a or, he's mostly a writer. He's known for writing other horror movies and and some mm-hmm. that I'm a big fan of. Um, but yeah, Adam Green is who we're talking about. Anyway, so so why why spend so much money relative to everyone else in the cast mm-hmm. getting? Kane Hodder and uh, Tony, Todd Tony Todd and Robert Englund. Like, why why do that when they I, add nothing to the mm-hmm. film? Yeah. They, they actually, do not. They, the film doesn't require that that be Tony Todd in, in that yeah. cameo. No, it's I don't, pure I don't know. stunt casting. It's purely being able to say, well, hey, I've got Robert Englund and Tony Todd in my film. I, yeah. Right. And I think, I think, I mean, come on, let's face it. I mean, all those guys aren't like outside of the horror genre. These guys aren't. You know, you know, in high demand, but uh, it, inside this, there's there's kind of a buddy system, and I think they probably 
worked for very cheap. You know, this guy's like, oh, you're trying to get started? Yeah, I'll be in your movie. I, I don't know this. I don't know this, but I do know hmm. that's how a lot of these things I, happen. Yes, but, yeah. but to get Kane Hodder to play this role, you've got to pay him commensurate to his oh, absolutely. experience and his cachet. Whereas the guy who played the tour guide probably worked for scale. Like he did, you know, absolutely. like he, he did Everybody not was need for scale here. He did right. not need to be well paid. You know, this, this actor, he, he right. did, a, he did an okay job. Like yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I found him, I found him kind of charming. I mean, yeah. I think he did okay. He's busy now. He's like, you know, this, is, this is Perry Shin. Yeah. I think he, yeah. I think he did well. He's in, he comes uh, back in another sequel of Hatchet as a different character. Mm-hmm. Right. Great. That makes sense. <laughs> Randy, sure. he was in. Uh, he was in. Uh, he was a voice actor for uh, Miss Pandaria. I'm trying to see what the character was. Uh, shoot, I can't yeah. find it. Well, now. I mean, he's Shinji that, and Doc. Uh, he was. So, he mean, was Jan. Oh, that's who it is. Okay, yeah. He's this is, a yeah. bunch of video game work. Ghost of Tsushima's most recent. Like uh, he's on General Hospital right now. <laughs> it's a weird, yeah. weird thing to be doing between <laughs> your video games. But uh, yeah, that's he's, the he's new fine, General right? Hospital, right? Yeah. There's. Right, oh, General there? Hospital. the The General Hospital of our youth ended, and then they started it up again. Oh, did they? I oh, really? The, there's a new General Hospital. That it's still started daytime. It's, it's, it's still a daytime. Really, would anybody yeah. notice? I mean, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to be a hardcore fan, and then you'd notice. Yeah, uh, Joel David Moore, though, as Ben. Uh, three years from now, he's on freaking Avatar. Uh, he's yes. he's all, he's he's busy. He's got all kinds he's of shit been in, going uh, on. Agents of Shield. Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah, he's got somebody. an unusual look in this film. They they kind of exaggerate it with the the beard and his hair and mm-hmm. just his expressions. He yeah. uh, you know as a as an agent, he's kind of a little bit more a little bit more more uh, normal. Yeah, Hawaii Five O, Last Man Standing, bunch of movies. He's busy, but he also keeps coming back to keep being Ben in these Hatchet movies. He's in all three. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're Joel David Moore, you kind of have to take that work, right? Like, he's never going to be. I don't know. I mean, it's looking. funny. I think of Joel David Moore as a a, a superior Adam Driver. Like, I like him. What? He's a poor man's, he's a poor man's Adam Driver. Uh, no, no. Adam Driver is a poor man's Joel <laughs> David Moore. Oh, I, 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 I know that's what you're saying, but I, kind of, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Know, but at the same time, there's just something about him, and I'm where you're like, oh, I love him. He could never, no, he's know, great. He could he's never great. carry but he's, but a he's movie. Gotta, yeah. He's got to take these uh, jobs with Hatchet because he, uh, rent in California is like cost an arm and a leg. That's right. Yeah. Even even to, even being in the second most highest grossing film of all time, Avatar One, plus all of the sequels upcoming. That's not enough to get you a decent place in California. You just can't afford no. it. Yeah, let me, let me say so. it again. It costs an arm and a leg. Oh, and a leg. oh I get your joke. That, that joke. Yeah. How is he in a sequel when do, he was, when he was murdered? Mm. No, he wasn't murdered. He was still alive. He's still alive. He was, he was moving. Missing he was arm. dying. I'm sorry. Right. No. If I pull dying. your arm off, you die very fast. <laughs> you don't just yeah, it's, that, that is murder. That is, you you don't you don't get to to live for more than a minute. Well, okay, if for, I pull your arm for off. For the record, Hatchet Three says uncredited, which makes me think old footage or something. Flashback. So. Yeah, uh, apparently Hatchet yeah. Two also features these characters, but you're watching them through the porn guys. Uh, oh, that's video right. Tape. It starts out with uh, uh, Jack Cracker, who's one of my favorite characters. Right. Um, don't go. I'm going to drink my own pee. Um, But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's actually the the start of the second one in Hatchet 2. And he does. He goes to the he goes to the film footage. And it's probably when they see him. I don't Whitney knew, though, I guess. Maybe some stuff they dropped in the cutting floor. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Does he he drink his pee in the sequel? Is that a thing? He did. And actually, the uh, I don't want to give it away. But yeah, there's like a moment of (laughs) there's like a moment of tension. You know, he's he's got. 
You know, he's got that little like, pee thing you have in the hospital that you pee in that little pee yeah, yeah, jug. What do right, they call those uh, things? Anyway, yeah, yeah. So that oh, that's what he's that got, is- and he he gives it to uh, <laughs> he gives it to uh, to Mary Beth at the beginning Beth? of the uh, second one. Yes, yeah, so that's, uh, running over all of the best visuals. Boy, that is like adding insult to injury, right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's uh, just so many. There's just so many little things where you're like, this filmmaker was really thinking about this for years. <laughs> no, Absolutely, like, it's the opening that's, scene. The yeah. opening scene yeah. is clearly something the filmmaker kind of sketched out. Uh, when he was a kid, he's like, yeah, there's yeah. going to be a dad and a son and the son is going to need a pee. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's why I think that's the reason why I think all of these guys were just into it. I think I personally think, and I don't know this. I don't know Adam green, never met him. Don't know nothing about him. It just feels like a movie that was pulled together by someone who is super passionate and was able to talk in, you know, some of his heroes, some of his like friends. Kane Hodder and yeah. right. And, just a huge horror fan and just gets in there and just talks with such passion was able to, to pull this thing together. And then I, I just feel like that's how this movie it's probably outworked, but he's also, you know, he wrote one of the Friday the 13th. Yeah. So yeah. He wrote, he's got wrote, connections. He's, yeah. He wrote and directed frozen, which is actually pretty good. Not the Disney one. The, <laughs> the one with the, uh, the ski lift, the ski yeah. lift, which really yeah. freaked me out, by the way, that, that movie got under my skin. It's, um, oh, it's I, really I forgot about that. The ski lift thing. It's really yeah, funny. I've seen that. that That Frozen, you know, low-budget horror movie, that Frozen managed to come out right before Disney got theirs out. Like, Uh, there's no way you get to call a movie Frozen for the next 50 years. Right, (laughs) right. They got in right under the wire. Yeah, I feel like you're... That's that's a mistake you don't want to make at uh, Blockbuster, (laughs) is uh, picking up the wrong Frozen (laughs) for Right, you don't want the wrong Frozen. But we need to get one thing out of the way early here before we go too much further. We had a brief discussion about it it before the show. My biggest hang-up, the entire film was <laughs> that it's called Hatchet, but he uses an axe. Now, oh, some okay. would say, "I'm ready for you." Uh, some would stop, say, "Stop saying that like it's a fact." It is a okay. fact. Your, op- the- your opinion is: <laughs> look up Hatchet. Look up Hatchet. Look up axe. Axe is double ended. Hatchet is single. Wait, no, okay. You, you think the internet is truth? Where I mean, the Wikipedia page for a hatchet. Yeah. does talk about it being one side blade, the other side hammer. hammer. Thank you very and, much. That's how that is. That's a hatchet. And I just want to. I, I just want to like. I want to give you an analogy. All right. Uh, what is a panther? A a panther is a classification of big cat. Right. Yeah, a right. lion is a panther. A tiger is a panther. Are you going to say the black panther uh, is is about a dude and not a panther? Big cat. Yes. Big cat dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is perfectly okay. To call a hatchet an axe, Scott. It is in the axe family. I disagree, hundred okay? percent. If anything, it's the other way around. I come on, man. What what do each one of them do? Look, I mean, come on. I know, but look, the, what I'm saying is, if you it's not like it's a hammer. If someone says, "Give me a hatchet," and you give them a two ended thing, you'll say, "No, that's an axe." I'm asking for a hatchet. But why, this oh, is why, I was like, oh, but why would you do that? Why would you go? What what, what can't you do? With- in this situation, no, you're making a it, good point. Like, oh no, it's two ends. I can't use this. You're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. It's not that much more useful. Uh, and the whole we earlier in the show, somebody was saying, "Oh, it's two hand versus one hand." That's not true either. Well, that that's two handed axes, well, one handed axes. That description uh, quite handily. It yeah. says that that's the uh, that's the deal. Now, once again. I don't make axes or hatchets for a living. I didn't come up with the word. I didn't make an English language. I'm just telling you. What I'm saying is on this label. poster, there's a great big picture of an axe, and then it says Wait, hatchet. Poster. <laughs> Why are we talking about poster? Hold on. There, Hold on. Once again, well, 
Look at yeah. it. It's right here oh. on the IMDb list. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know. The post. The poster doesn't show you how long the, well, the handle is. The thing he's using in the film is as uh, an axe. It's got the uh, blade on both ends. Right, and I don't care if it's two inches long or forty feet long. It's still an axe because it's got blades <laughs> well, on no, two that, ends. That makes a big, big difference here. And like, you know, while we're on the subject, <laughs> the never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> it actually ended. Now that's some it bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. You know what's going to happen is somebody out there is going to write in and go. Oh, I've already, I've these. already gotten it on Twitter. What are you talking I, about? Yeah. I've already, I, I've already I, had this discussion. I, I need you to, I need you to accept some instruction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I'm not, I'm not debating here. There, the word axe has a meaning. Yeah. And right. a hatchet is a small axe. No. It, you use it with one hand. No. And that's it. No. Nope. And it often it. has it often has a hammerhead on the other side it of always the blade. Does. Almost always. Yeah. Or yeah. or sometimes the, you know, like the uh, the the Native Americans that had some cool uh hatchety business. Those weren't axes. Yeah. Those were definitely how, how mad do you get how mad do you get at somebody when they go, um, yeah, I would like a Pepsi, and then they get a Coke. I mean, like, are you just you like just like lose your shit? It's, I lose. They it. say I mean, it's it's in the Pepsi family. Yeah, right. it, it is. It yeah, is. this is what this movie did. Can I have a hatchet? Is Axe okay? Like that's basically what happened here. Is when he did. Well, it. He, also, he also kills with a belt sander. He kills all kind yeah. of things yeah. that are a household appliances. Oh, a lot of, lot of times, just his bare hands. He took a, a face. He took a he took a face hatchet. Yeah, uh, when, when you get sander, shot in the face. That okay, was a what was wheel it? sander. That was wheel a, sander. That, like, yes. How did he power it? But I was, that's I was in, that's in the sander family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of those Milwaukee uh, belt sanders have a have a battery pack. <laughs> it looked okay. like gas because it was like. Didn't he pull a thing? That, went, that, is, that is the worst, in my opinion, the worst uh, kill in the film or the worst death in the film. Oh, is getting so, belt you say to the worst? Face. You mean that would be the thing you wouldn't want to happen, or you mean it's lame? That no, uh, uh, the the thing I would not want to have happen okay, okay. the most out of every death of right, this film. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh, yes, I can see dude. That. Like of all but the deaths, she does not really do much to prevent it. She just kind of lays no. there with her hands kind of uh, up in the air. I, I mean, do you guys, think, guys want to do my, the top of my head peeled off? Yeah, and my tongue now being the top of my head. I oh, that that do, looked pretty painful. Do you all want to do that? Let's do this real quick. Best death in the movies. <laughs> Let's do that in this movie. <laughs> and and my and my best death like coolest on-screen kind of death right yeah that's all right, right. and on and in yeah. this movie this movie does not hold back in the in the uh, practical gross out effects department no, no it was um, a very in fact good stuff. For, the, for the first time and i think maybe the history of the segment what grossed me out the most was a was an effect and not something just oh, okay gross. yeah it was it was a gross effect but you have to think about how it really had to be done. Yeah. And yeah. even then yeah. it's still gross, you know? Yeah. Like Should we just get that yeah. out of the way? Like while we're, oh no, we're talking yeah, about best death. All right. So best deaths. What I thought best the lady death. getting her head pulled off, like, like or Dunaway was describing was, yeah. was absolutely the pinnacle of yeah. the day. Split, the, yeah. split open via the mouth. Uh, yeah. Pretty damn, pretty damn bad. Oof. Um, Bad. Since that one's taken, I'll take uh, the 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 belt sander. <laughs> I will play a monopoly. I want the dog. No, we'll shot take the wheelbarrow like, then. I like the guy. I like the guy who gets his head twisted all the way around. Oh, yeah. he has the pornographer. Yeah, we yeah, keep talking about him as if yeah. he's not one of Bill Murray's brothers. We should need to, we need to do that. He's that's Bill Murray's brother. It's his other brother. The brother right. you don't that's see Joel Murray. Yeah, Joel yeah. Murray. And. Uh, uh, yeah, Bill Murray's brother gets his head the twisted. Guy who was up. in Mad Men. Yeah, yeah he's in Mad Men. Yeah. He was in yeah. Dharma and Greg. He's been around. He's done uh, stuff. Shameless you, for a while. Don't you love like we've talked about this before, but don't you love brothers who who are 
semi-famous, slightly famous, and they're not really good actors. You know, like you see, you see Patrick Swayze's brother every now and then. You see Clint Howard. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. that. Don't you love that? I it do. Always makes me happy. The problem yeah, is, a lot of fun. Bill Murray's got an I older like brother. I like Sam Diesel's brother. Who's Bill Murray's older brother? Because I mixed him up with Brian Doyle. Brian Doyle Murray. He looked a lot like the dude in this movie. Who's the uh, guy from Minnesota who gets his, his yeah. shoulder chopped? Yeah, he does. the The office space jump to conclusions, Matt. Guy. Yeah, Richard Real. So for a hot second, I was like, "Oh my gosh, two Murrays are in this movie. Two of the Murray brothers. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. How do you know these guys?" And then I went, "No, no, that's that other. That's that other guy. He just looks like it. Looks like that dude." I, I'm yeah. going back to um, is Marcus Dion Richmond from the Cosby yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Can only he? good actor in this. He is. When he, when he gets his arms ripped off, that's just oh. And then he gets oh, and then he gets slammed against. The- I know, exactly. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you got no arms or hands? Okay, you're already in shock. But let's you just imagine you're, no arms or hands. Your you're face. Getting, yeah. You can't cover your face. You're just going full speed yeah. right like, into forget, the wall. Forget about the like phrase the- "black guy dies first." Get the phrase "black guy dies worst." That's it. That's right. The right. I like him so much that I was actually that was the moment in the movie where I got mad at the movie because I was no. thinking, oh, he's gonna, sur-, you know, he didn't want to come on this tour, so right, he's yeah. gonna end up surviving everyone else dying. Yeah, right? right, like yeah, that's right, that was right. the trope I was looking for. Sure. And when he died, I was just like, "All right, I don't care anymore. No, I don't I, care about this, dude." Yeah, it's, it's this pretty easy. Everybody else, pretty easy to predict. It's like, all right, yeah, the the two porny girls definitely going to oh, get killed. Gone. Porny, yeah. porny guy is going to get killed. Yeah. Um, the boat captain is going to get killed. Uh, but the um, you know, the quiet, hot tempered Mary Beth is going to survive. And oh, yeah. sure. Mary uh, Beth had to survive. That was the given. Yeah. Yeah, well, as we assume, she. I mean, it looked pretty bad for her at the end there. So I don't know who's. I don't know what who a survived. Terrible oh, you, way to end it. Like, <laughs> was, because like you get the feeling that they had to. They had something go wrong in the shot, and so they right. cut. They cut real abruptly, yeah. and not like not like suspensefully. It's yeah. just real abruptly, and then there it was. There was so much screen silence that I was like, "Is something wrong with my TV?" Mm, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. I felt like there were. I also, I love hate that scene because it kind of had like uh, had the emotional it, it was emotionally like the original friday the 13th you guys see that one yeah. the original one yeah, 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 where yeah. mom's the, mom's the killer the whole time mm-hmm. and at the very end the jason pops up out of the water and grabs her in the boat mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of that whole scene it had that vibe yeah to it. I, I love the give me a hand trope i yes. love it oh yeah i love yeah. it as <laughs> soon as i as soon as I saw that hand come down in the water, yeah, that's I, not him. I, I was, oh yeah, I was like, give oh, me a really? hand, give oh, me a completely, hand, you're completely fooled me. I, I definitely wasn't expecting. Yeah, wasn't well, expecting. They, they go, they go back and forth on that a lot of times because you just never know. I mean, sometimes yeah. some movies will go, oh yeah, it's the killer, and other times they go, no, nah, not the killer, just kidding. Yeah, wait for it. We need the Dion Richmond needs a little more love though. This dude made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like I actually laughed mm-hmm. at lines he said, which is in a oh, movie yeah. that was this poorly written and this poorly acted. That's a real. I mean, maybe it's just yeah. by pure comparison, but he actually made me laugh, and I liked the character, yeah. and I didn't want him to die, and I felt like Randy did when he when he got it. I went, no, 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 not him. Like let him live, and everybody else can die because Ch- they're all child annoying. actor who who made it through Hollywood. I, I've never seen any Dion Richmond. Could you know? To and he's he's trash. clearly yeah. he's clearly well off, like mm-hmm. as a person, because he doesn't work much. Like he gets he gets w- work every now and then, but mm-hmm. like he's one of these people that uh, you can tell, like he's 
acting is not like his passion. You know, he's not mm-hmm. not working all the time. Yeah, he'll do yeah, stuff. It, it, but, he's been yeah. in stuff like Scream Three, not another teen movie. So you know, he's he's done a couple of things. He's been around. He likes the horror. Yeah, he yeah. likes the horror, as Brian. Horror. Uh, yeah, he's great. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess I was a little weirded out that we don't see him in more stuff because it, it was really a capable mm-hmm. performance. It was really mm-hmm. funny. Right. You know, great. you know, who is, uh, who is, you probably thought was just the worst and you just hated her and you probably discounted her performance because of that. But, but Mercedes McNabb, yeah. who yeah. played the blonde, uh, okay. the blonde girls gone wild. Yeah. She, you know, I, God, she was just so grating. And I was like, ah, oh, God, I hate her. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? But that was a really good acting job because she's been in some other things. She's been in all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like she's, this. she's all yeah. over the place. She's, um, she's, uh, also famously in Playboy, I believe. I think she's a famous Playboy famously. person. Yeah. Famously in Playboy. I thought so. Do, well, do I, have I wonder if she was someone? on in that Playboy magazine that pulled out. I wonder if she was in that. Oh, that would have been, been funny. Nice little, uh, I don't know if this movie could afford to be <laughs> ironic. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a funny uh, <laughs> Easter egg. Yeah, they were all for a movie. They didn't really seem to care about that. Just uh, right. Uh, stunt casting. What's funny is we've seen this is now the second time we've seen Kane Hodder in a non-Jason role. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen uh, Kane Hodder since he was Hodor in uh, that other movie that was. Uh, what was the one where he got the Wishmaster? Yeah, the Wishmaster. Wishmaster he was, that's the, it. He was the yeah. He, oh, he right. turned into the he turned into Kane Hodor. Yeah, he was, uh, <laughs> into a door. Yeah, That's he right. was the door thing or the gla- his glass yeah. or something. Glass. Yeah. yeah. So he, we've seen him as as Jason Voorhees in Jason X, and we've oh, also seen Jason Goes to Hell. That was our other right. my preferred one. Yeah, I like yeah. Jason Goes to Hell. But he's gonna he'll be in our final October this year with. Uh, yes, yes, we're gonna Freddy see him Jason, in yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna see him both right, Freddie versus Jason. We're gonna have Robert England back. Uh, yep. Yeah. In, Oh yeah, Kane we Hodder. should, and we really skipped over that. But Robert England's only in this for a very hot minute, and it's yeah, it's super dead, like I don't know, he, dead he's, daddy Freddy, just he's, a uh, just a out. homophobic a hole out on the out on the river. He's <laughs> just kind of uh, just an ass. Like uh, how yeah, many times are you going to call I, your son queer? And and you know, I feel I like know. that was an inside. I don't know. I felt like I felt very insider because his son's name is Ainsley, which is a uh, which is either or. You know, it's not a. It's not right. a gendered a gendered name, yeah. And uh, he keeps he keeps hitting him up, so it's like I felt like there's a lot more backstory there somewhere. Yeah, I just and didn't I, get it. I felt like it was actually one of Robert Englund's worst performances. <laughs> it was really it, bad. It, wow, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. It's so short. How could you tell? <laughs> like it's one of those things where you you have you've Robert hired Englund. a guy for like two days, right? And this is where right. we're, this is where all the best we can get out of them, right? It's yeah. one, it's one very short scene. So like, don't worry about it too much, but it, I'm like, the, like in adventures of Ford Fairlane, like he actually played a really good character. Like he did a good job as yeah. an actor. And I was just I, like, yeah. I, I, wasn't I was, impressed yeah. I was all in with him ever since V. I just, mm. I, I just loved him from the TV series V back in the day. He was sure. Willie. And uh, he, yeah. he just always since then, he's always been like a friend in anything he's in. So it's just always like, yeah, I don't care if it's good, bad, whatever. Yeah. Give me you more. just like to yeah. see the guy. But didn't we? OK, so what did we just see where him and Tony Todd did cameos? Wishmaster. Wishmaster. That was that's their big was one. Was that yeah. also mm-hmm. Wishmaster where they were in that? Yeah. 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 About a few months ago. And, and Robert England was a guy in a suit on the docks. No, yeah. they have some sort of a clause that like, uh, or maybe you get two to, for one with them, right? right? Like, That's maybe. right. Let's get all three. No, get no without, hold on. Robert it was the and one, Tony Todd. It's the one where England was a, was like a professor. And then, 
and then Tony Todd was a guy who a cop or something that got it's right. not you're you're if you want a, a movie other than wishmaster we haven't seen it on film sack they, <laughs> yeah i think like, you're conflating some things i don't right. think that's right well, i know he was a professor and, guy and Jane hotter is a hooker with a heart of gold yeah so anyway i you know what i mean there's some ways this movie's like really capable at what it's attempting to do yeah, and, and that's right. just the the slasher tropey, it, uh, you know, horror. Exactly, bits. it's but, a right. love letter to slasher movies of the eighties. I mean, that's uh-huh. just where it starts. And but it why ends. does it want to be so damn? Why does it try to be so funny? Because it's not that funny. But why does it? Tr- why does it need to be? I don't know. What is the uh-huh. scream? Is what they're trying to capture? I guess I a think, little bit. Because if they don't, it's going to look like plagiarism, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like it has to look like an homage. Parody. And one of the ways you do that is with parody and with right. the characters acknowledging some of the tropiness. Uh, right. Yeah. Plus, one of the things to love about horror is the comedy. The the you know almost all the horror that you watch from that time has an immense amount of comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that time is really important. This movie was made in the mid aughts, and there were a bunch right. of people making movies like this where they didn't try to make the gore too too good they mm-hmm. they try to make it good and the gore here is good it is it is realistic it's really enough. good yeah but right. they didn't they didn't try to make it so realistic that you take it seriously yeah and and that's we were, that's where you well, get laughed yeah. we were coming is, off a very serious time okay from like 2001 to 2005 we were very serious in this country because we had to be we just have you just lived through 9 yeah. 11 and i think mm-hmm. we were starting to get a little goofy again it was like you know what we need to stop taking ourselves so serious. We got to get goofy mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yeah, maybe there's probably that. Um, yeah. And that aforementioned gore is uh, got a lot of the stuff um, pulled from the film when it was in theaters. I don't know. You know, I think we did see an unrated version on Amazon. I think oh, but, it was uh, only 85 minutes long. I watched it on Amazon. Yeah, no, it's yeah. still short, but it says unrated somewhere in that stuff. Yeah, yeah or uncensored. Like a, or I think it's like, like a yeah. it's like a 124 minutes standard. I think that what? That's okay. I don't think. Wow. I don't think there's anything more than oh, that. Well, which is yeah, which is 85 minutes. Yeah, it's 85 right. minutes. Yeah. No, yeah. you said, I said Oh, I said 124. I apologize. Wait, I meant an hour s- 24. I was reading. Hour, I, was reading. Hour, I understood you saying I was hour reading. Yeah, you said hour 24. Right. I was reading at the same time. I goofed up. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll, we'll hold this, a, was, this is a three hour movie. Uh, I, I did watch the trailer for Hatchet 2 just to kind of see what was next. And the only trailer I found was um, just a uh, no, no scenes from the film, but just kind of like you a. Get, watch the yeah, first 15, like, watch the first 15 minutes. In 2006, Adam Green released blah, blah, right. blah, and da, 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 mm. and uh, talks about how this is the first uncensored horror film released to theaters in 25 years. Okay, wow. I, yeah. I, just, okay. I just looked it up. So yeah. there are two versions of this movie. Yeah. The, uh, the DVD release, mm. which uh, aped the, uh, the theatrical version, is one minute shorter than what we saw. <laughs> <laughs> when we they saw- cut... We saw the 85-minute version. Okay. The 84-minute version loses 60 seconds of did somebody, the worst. Did somebody horror. regret? Did somebody regret showing Probably, their boobs? Like, I know, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was uh, face uh, belt sander face. And uh, okay, and, you think so? Too probably yeah. a cut away from that or something. Yeah, yeah, they didn't really show while that was happening. They could. I kept thinking, why aren't you showing the horrendousness of the real-time sanding of one's face? Exactly, and, I, yeah. and then they, later they show the aftermath. I'm like, well, that's really weird. You didn't show it while it was happening. Could you not do it? Was it hard? And now I'm right. thinking, may probably cut it. 
Yeah, yeah that might just, have been the minute. Hmm. Yeah, and I think a I'm glad. Or something. I think I'm grateful. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah. <laughs> it was rough. This movie's yeah. not just not the, for the just the aftermath of that face, uh, the belt sanding face is just like yeah. okay, that is one of the most shocking things. But that's what you maybe want. The most a, shocking thing. That's film. what you yeah. want from a slasher movie. At its core, a slasher movie. When you walk away from a lot of movies, you want to walk away and talk to your friends about the movie. What inspired you? What seemed awesome? And you always talk about the deaths when you'd watch horror movies. Yeah, so, I mean, it's got to be just a, it's part you know, of a huge spe- Yeah. Right. And they, One they, right they, after another. Yeah. Of, and that's yeah. the way it's the strength of the film. I, I honestly, it's the only part that and the performance of uh, his, I forgot his name already. Uh, De- De- Dion Richmond, Marcus. Those, oh. those things are, are key. Now, as far as Kane Holder's, you know, or Hodder's, uh, you know, Victor Crowley, it's just, it may as well be Jason <laughs> I love or that he played else. the father. Yeah. The son. Yeah, he <laughs> right, played right, everybody. Right, yeah. I think he was in that alligator costume. I'm not sure. Or crocodile. You can, you can tell why that dude small. is always in makeup and not acting because, man, the faces he makes are blank. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. But I'll, but I'll tell anything. you, if they really are. But I was watching his physical body acting and he is really good. I mean, he obviously. Is. He is. He kind of is. That's really why good. they hire him. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's why he's in, the, in all these damn things. Even, even when he's not in makeup, he's doing some things like when he gets out of the truck. And I mean, he brings something to that scene that told me it was hot there, that it was, uh, you know, that he was defeated, that it was just it was just so much great body language acting. This yeah. I was kind of blown away for a second. I was like, yeah. wow. Were you OK that he used a lot of implements besides an axe? to? Kill I people? wasn't. That's what I said. I was like, all these household items. Stop it. You use you, you're you got a brand. Stick with That's it. Right. Stick to your brand. Yeah. Stick to your um, misplaced brand. Yeah. Let's come back really quickly to the uh, split in the woman's head open. Minnesota woman's head open. Yeah. Ripping the top it's off. a very clever shot where. Uh, he starts pulling her face open with the actress, yes. and then the camera pans around his back to the other side. But it's it looks yeah. like it's one continuous shot. Yeah, it's a fine. Yeah, TikTok and then when they shot. get to the front again, yeah, it's like a prosthetic head that he's ripping apart. They were yeah. they were big with the prosthetic. Uh, oh yeah, uh, replacement yeah. people in yeah. this thing, which I'm good. really into. Some of, good. some of them look like shit, but they're all really visceral and violent and. Just, and, just and everybody's great. blood shot out like it was in a pressurized See, can of air. So, yeah. I do love. I do like that. I mean, I, I that that's just pre- it's just ridiculous amounts, yeah. right? Just yeah. The lesser everywhere. the lesser Murray when his head was twisted off, twisted off. Yeah. There was like it was like mist in there. It was like yeah, yeah opening a, a can of code like, code red. Yeah, like <laughs> it was just hissing out of there like he had some kind of compressed, uh, you know, <laughs> freaking right. blood with. Uh, coke in it that was just weird really weird but yeah. but i love that stuff like i don't i mean i shouldn't say i love that stuff but when we watch these things i usually am like oh that was clever or, oh that really got me or whatever this one really really got me some of this stuff yeah you gotta appreciate the art of slasher filmmaking right i mean yeah. even if it's yeah. like nah that's not my taste right you know well, it's too yeah. violent and there's that's two fine. there's two completely simultaneous arts going on here right there's what you see, right? Which is all what we're talking about. But there's also what a a writer put on the page to explain what you see. Mm. And that's, that's hard. Like you realize watching this movie when you're, when you're like, Oh, this is kind of mediocre. You realize just how hard it is. Like that the whole Victor Crowley story, it has to stand up 
really strong and it just can't there's just what how are you going <laughs> to explain this backstory and this character and now this now you see the character and you're like oh wow he's an ogre like this is yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he's the, got elephant's disease right or something it's just it's just wild right. and and it's like oh yeah this is hard writing this writing this so that it makes sense to me as a viewer really really difficult high high level of challenge and it just doesn't it doesn't hold up i want that story wait, wait to you make... get to the self-titled victor crowley oh my god i think it's part <laughs> no. four I, think. I do love the fact that that is a new trend like right you've got a movie series okay. but then the last movie or the 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 newest movie has to be just the character's name. Character's name. We're going to get thing? the backstory yeah. now. Yeah. Rocky Balboa. Is that a thing? I didn't know this existed. For <laughs> oh, yeah. Balboa. Oh, yeah. No, All no, no. Kind of I know about that. Yeah. I'm talking about this. I didn't know about the Victor Crowley. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Victor Crowley. There's a, there's one that's just Victor Crowley. It's like it's like a prequel. You know, it's like, oh, let's go back and let's see. Let's expand on that story and mm-hmm. see what's really back there. Well, I, I don't know that we should see it, but, you know. Well, you don't think it's available somewhere? You when we, you don't when know we you run out it. of other movies, uh, <laughs> we'll come to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we will we'll get we'll get there to a point where it's like, all right, I guess we got to watch the self-titled Victor Crowley I'll, movie. I'll tell you what. Okay, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right here on FilmSec right now. I'm going to uh, thank you guys. I know I drug just a, I probably drug everybody into this movie kicking and screaming. Because I, I think I'm the one who recommended this one. I just like to say thank you guys for for watching this. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. I mean, it's it's a it lot. Is, to ask was this you? I thought this it was is a borderline. Movie. It you know, I I think I said it to Scott. I said this one is borderline almost too bad for films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, right but, on the edge. I but disagree. almost. Yeah, <laughs> it redeems itself in some ways. In other ways, it it's exactly what what uh, what Ibit says. But also the part yeah. that the part of it that made it feel like we were veering away from what we like as film sack viewers when we're doing movies that we know aren't great or schlocky or whatever is that this thing seemed to really know it in its comedy. Like it was, yeah. it's very self referential. Yeah. For example, like the dude, the 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 guy we've all been making fun of, the the, the Asian pretending to be a Cajun, that thing. He he doesn't know anything about anything, and he's only done this for a day. But he knows that guy drinks his own pee. How did he know that? Right, right. And Perry, then when the guy Perry drank Shin. his pee, I was like, "Is this airplane? Like, what are we watching here?" I I was a little confused <laughs> right. by that scene because I was like, uh, even watching it again, the first time I just I wasn't really paying that much attention. The first time I watched this movie, I was just kind of turned it on. I'm like, "Oh, that was interesting." Uh, but this time around, I was really watching. It. I was like, "Who is Jack Cracker? And what what the crap?" Is yeah. going on here because yeah. he's very short lived in the second one as well. There's this great um, moment. There's a great moment, by yeah. the way, where uh, there's just like a bunch of these inconsistencies. But there's a scene where Joel Murray is hugging up next to the blonde. She's, Joel Moore. Yeah. Jo- no, Murray. Murray's uh, Murray, brother. Yeah. yeah. The porn. Oh, the porn, uh, oh, oh Joel Murray. Okay, yeah, Joel I'm sorry, Murray. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Joel Murray. When I said Joel Murray, I meant Joel Murray is what I meant. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw. Why did you say Joel, Joel Murray? I heard you say. Joe Murray. Oh, I Joe. I see. Right. I'm hearing. I'm, I'm doing it fast. Anyway, so he's he's hugging on her because she's scared and it's all, you know, everything's gone to shit and he's about to run off. They have a shot where it's showing them. Then it shows the other girl talking. Then the camera cuts right back to where they were standing. And he's, the girl's nowhere near him. She's way off in the other side of the thing. Mm-hmm. This movie didn't care about those consistencies. Yeah, no, now, no worry about we, continuity. We don't have $2.5 million. We right. have $1.5 right. million. Dollars. Yeah. That barely end up where they're at. That probably paid the actors, got some of those special effects done. That's about it. I don't know how hard you people. I mean, making a movie for one point five million dollars in two thousand six. 
that. I mean, that sounds like a lot of money. It's not. But look at how many people are involved. That's nothing. No, it's I mean, nothing. you couldn't even get you couldn't even get Tony Todd's insurance company to cover you <laughs> for one point five million. I mean, right. it's crazy. I kept hoping that they'd return to him. Um, he- I laughed so hard when he uh, when he when he the first time I watched this. Like I said, I just kind of was you know it's just one of those Saturday afternoon things. I wasn't really paying attention, but Tony Todd. Talking about being sued because somebody fell on his boat and hit his head, and it was like oh, what yeah. a lame story. <laughs> and then he yells at them not to, you know, to be careful on his sidewalk. And I was like, oh, because the insurance. Yeah, right. And I'm like, okay, right. that's and that's also what I was thinking. Oh, is this going to be like parody? Is this going to be, you know, a, a joke film? And but, right, uh, where did it, it come back and where it where it needed to be? Yeah, at that stage, <laughs> we weren't sure, but he's going to be this. Grab a bucket. He's our chick in the bucket. There's no Tony Todd return. At least he's apparently. Like, totally disagree. That's like that's a cameo. Robert England is a cameo. The chick in a bucket is all the friends that spend the rest of the movie having the time <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> Right. partying and seeing bare breasts yeah. in new orleans like yeah it's, it's amazing they leave them on the street and it's like i spend the rest of the movie going what about the friends what are right, the friends exactly. well, at, well yeah. what buddy number one uh adam green the director writer he was mm-hmm. uh he was doing other things he was drinking that bucket of beer and uh still uh, you know I trading so. boobs for beads and beads throwing for up boobs. six times in one day that's right mm-hmm. right don't forget too the i've been to new orleans during mardi gras and during the day it's a kid-friendly, bright, sunny day. Right, it, right. This shit doesn't happen till night, so that was also discordant for me because I'm like, mm, the boobs mm-hmm. don't come out till about nine. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, that's well, nighttime boobs. Yeah. Hey, you don't see that here today. This <laughs> film didn't have money for good lights, so it's no, all that. natural lighting, <laughs> and you want to see the boobs, yeah. so you got to film right. Yeah. Right. Except for the yes. swamp where you need to make it as hard as possible to tell that they're not really in a swamp. They got to make sure right, you, right. you don't really swamp know. gas. And I love, I love gas. the setting. Like I'm a big fan of New Orleans as being a backdrop for like something scary or weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love it. In oh, absolutely. Target. Yeah. It's just got a great, great kind of gothic. I mean, of, yeah, voodoo. I mean, it's the, it's, you right. know, it's, it's mysterious. Yeah. Vampires and voodoo and zombies. It's all, it all fits there. There aren't enough, enough, there aren't right, enough yeah. cop mm-hmm. shows like hard hitting <laughs> gumshoe style cop shows set in new orleans that needs oh, to happen and let's oh, call yeah. tony todd by his character name i need mean, the dude is reverend zombie reverend that's right reverend zombie <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's so stupid that's so stupid oh, but i love it i don't okay. know he got makeup and everything well, i don't know what he got for this movie but he should have got more maybe i don't know i like tony Todd. yeah well actually it was it's pretty easy they just they actually filmed that in front of his house he just came out the front door <laughs> with his with his yeah, what, he, up and what, his what he wore hat. that day yeah, yeah. Did right. he, does anyone know yeah. if he cameoed in that new uh uh candy man candy man yeah i wonder if he's i'm assuming there. so i'm yeah. I, I haven't I seen know. it yet and i'm i'm like you wouldn't Last think i'm super heard, excited he, i'm super he, excited he, it was an interview I think we talked about on uh, TMS where he said, yeah, I have not yet been approached to do anything for okay. this new Candyman film. So, oh, so But that was early on when it first got announced. I feel like you need to have him just show up in a moment. Well, he's going to be in my Candyman because yeah. I'm going to think about him the whole time. Yeah, He, he okay. apparently does appear in the sequels a lot, or at least Hatchet too. And he did? Right. Oh, he does? Okay. So he's not yeah. really a good chick in the bucket at all then. I chose a poor one. That's nope. what you're saying. Nope. Okay. It, right. I the friends, the friends that, are a good choice for chick in the bucket because yeah, right. He's right. Yeah. They're gonna they're yeah, gonna right. like uh, finish out the weekend. It's gonna be a time to get get back to the airport. Like, well, uh, do we go look for our friends or do we just assume that they're dead and we go back home? <laughs> yeah, right. no kidding. By the way, he has 13 projects in post production. Uh, Tony or, Todd does or more completed status. Yeah. What, what's that wow. guy doing? Like he's busy. He's busy. Wow. Holy shit. It's he's mostly got- voice acting stuff, isn't it? 
Okay, he a lot is, of voice acting. He is uh, okay. Candyman, twenty twenty one. He shows up as Daniel Robitaille slash Candyman. Wait, what? He's not Candyman. Yeah, there's a different Candyman slash Candyman. It says right there. Yeah, you're right. But, Candyman, twenty twenty one. It says he's Daniel. Is he the is Candyman, he the so. Candyman in the movie? Yeah. Huh. Yes. What? Okay. That's what I thought. What? They yes. just went ahead and used Tony Todd as the Candyman. <laughs> what? Well, I don't I'm believe that. I'm blown away. By, I'm blown because away. By I was that. confused because I yeah, was I like, thought, maybe I read that wrong. Well, I thought the main guy. I mean, I haven't seen this, but I thought the main guy turns into Candyman. Is yeah, that the, the the premise of the film. Yeah, I thought that was the whole idea. Plus, if it was is correct, there's all these interviews where Tony Todd's like, "I've never been approached. I've never talked I to." I guess anybody. it was. Do you think that was all? Like he hadn't been approached to that point, or do you think it was like, "Nope, I want to keep this a big secret until the uh, till the release of the film." Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy yeah. though. Now I really want to see it. Well, I thought I was crazy because like I thought he was in the new one. And I was like, maybe not. I haven't done any research, so. Like I wanted to see it no matter what, I, but I really okay, can, we, can we start over? Theaters, right? I, I don't understand what the question is. <laughs> the question is, was <laughs> Tony Todd and the new Candyman? My, candy the question man. is here. It's yes, simple. The question is confirmed. The okay. movie is out and it, it is confirmed that Tony Todd is in the new movie. Okay. Yes. Well then, then the point is, I think uh, Brian, if it is right, they probably missed, were misdirecting when he was acting all clueless yeah. about being asked to be in it as, is yeah, that's the whole story. Probably yeah. story complete. We've done the story. The real question is why, uh, why do we keep getting, uh, this Justin Bieber thing pushed? on us on every website i go to i i don't know but it is in my face and i'm sick of it it's sick everywhere it. i don't i thought it was just me <laughs> i thought IMDb, maybe it was i thought it was, Amazon. I thought it was cash to my stuff okay i'll bet yeah, this, no, I'll bet this isn't a very very expensive thing for them Look, and i'll bet they really yeah. want people to watch it and i bet there's i bet there's less interest than usual I'll bet, Look, I'll Justin, bet they're having justin a hard bieber, time justin bieber has it all but nobody to call and nobody uh, knows him yeah, and he's lonely. Yeah, he's lonely. He's so lonely. Yeah, he is lonely. That you're. It doesn't matter if you're the most one of the most famous people in the world. You're pretty lonely. Sure. But he's sure. in that cool uh, stay song with that other guy, Kid Leroy. I like that song. It's yeah. good. I'll be effed up if you're not if you're not right here. Whatever he says. It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. He's so <laughs> lonely. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Kid Leroy needs to have a new curse word. He's only got the one. And I'm tired of hearing it. Every does. Every oh, day. okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He does have a bunch of other music, um, but it's only the one we're hearing. You're right. He is. He is a good looking white kid. Yeah, he is. But he's also, <laughs> I mean, he's from the Leroy, uh, Leroy uh, whatever tribe in, uh, it's a, it's a original people's thing from uh, Australia or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I so, know that. so he's that's got, I love when you talk about so many things that. we don't. Understand. Well, maybe no, he's not this, a white kid. No, this maybe. is the whole point. Is I didn't <laughs> no, know this either. And somebody wrote in and said, um, "By the way, that that Leroy name comes from this, which is a tribe of indigenous oh, people." Oh, gotcha. And, so not not what we used to call Aborigines, right? But, it's something else, but a different indigenous Australian. Oh yeah, look at that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't have the details. But. Okay. I thought he looked like the whole cast of uh, uh, what, what are those? Oh, guys? Riverdale. Any CW show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so um, there's some whole story. Saved there. by the Riverdale. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but apparently he's a big he's a big hero among amongst the uh, the folks there, and so it's kind of okay. a big deal. But I say, you and, know, good on him, whatever, yeah. man. You're making yeah. your music and go for it. You got Bieber on your track. Well done, I guess. I don't know. There you go. I don't know what to tell Bieber's you. Except on my track. I do know this. Bezos hey, quit shoving Bieber down my throat. Good lord. All right. <laughs> well. All right, can we, can we talk about the other thing that grossed you out uh, the most this week? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was. I thought that was fairly easy too, and I was like, "Nah." Scott usually says, 
uh, the stuff he knows is fake doesn't use a gross amount. It usually but it doesn't. Like but maybe f- it did. Yeah. Well, it's the fact that even though it's fake, they still had to pour something in that guy's yeah. mouth. It is from, it is, from it is gelatinous. gelatinous. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's gelatinous. Hundred percent. Kind of is, that is the thing, and I could not. I could not barely look at it, let alone like think. Right. About it. I mean. It's just they they just put some tapioca in a balloon and strapped right. it to the other side of Kane Hodder's face. It's still face. horrific. It's still so gross. Like I'm I'm saying to their credit, they grossed me out with a fake thing. Yeah. And I know it's It'd fake. Good. But, and we yeah. did get I think a very genuine throw up. I think the Oh, later the, on? Yeah, like um, yeah. later on ben, after that Joel scene, David. Joel Moore. David Moore like gives a real I think like he really threw up. Yeah, I they, think he may have. I'm gonna put pea soup in my mouth and act like I'm throwing. <laughs> and it. I love it when I love it when you just know that there was a meeting before the shooting where the the director is like, "Okay, folks, we're gonna we're gonna push you a little bit for some of these action scenes. <laughs> if you feel like actually throwing up." Please do it while the camera's right. Right. Let us give, us give us enough of a heads up that we can start yeah. filming. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh. over here. I'm good as view. Yeah. <laughs> but when when he did that, I I was also like, oh my gosh, I think that was real. But I thought, well, yeah, I would too. Even if I was the actor and someone just poured fake whatever into my face, <laughs> I'd still want out of a balloon. Oh my yeah. gosh. It was really foul. Uh, like that's just the foulest thing. And if I was him, I would also have shut my mouth. I wouldn't have had my mouth wide open. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Uh, when David uh, or Joel David Moore vomits on screen, it's real. Uh, yeah, it's d- director Adam Green did not want the actors spitting out fake vomit like most movies do. Though Moore managed to throw up on his own for the first take, he was supplied with a wow. mixture of cold clam chowder and orange juice oh, for the second time. God. Oh, so now you're going to get uh, four of us throwing up. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Your budget's not you big enough for this. You, th- I know, you couldn't give me the whole budget of Hatchet. To do that, I don't. I might oh, do it for I, the whole budget. I'd do it for, I'd do it for, I'd do it for five bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really horrible piece of trivia, man. Really I don't is. think. I don't think. Man, you guys have lost touch with the value of a dollar. If you, <laughs> if, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't take a few bucks to, I don't know, t- get well, some. For Scott, it breaks, spitting, uh, it breaks my record. Yeah. 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 yeah, for record. Scott, it breaks a streak. Is the problem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. But I have uh, a streak that goes back to July of 2005. Anything I've puked since, and it's and I'm terrified. Oh, that's right before this movie. So perfect. Yeah, perfect. Right. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, I felt a little woozy after watching this, but it's pretty funny because uh, Van, who's now two years old, um, because he's basically grown up in pandemic time, it means like a lot less interaction with little kids and other dirty little mm. you know monsters. So they're all giving each other each other's diseases and everything. <laughs> and because of that, he's never barfed like other than, you know, yeah. six month old spit up or whatever. But sure, sure. Like a proper barf. And last night he got some kind of stomach bug from his little cousin. And he was up every 30 minutes throwing up. And then when he would do it, he would like run around the room crying because he doesn't understand. Yeah, He's like, what right. is what's happening right. to me? My body is broke. Something's broken. And <laughs> the poor kid. Yeah. I just want to What happens hug him. when everything finally comes out? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He just is, but he's baffled by it. And now, you know, yeah. whatever. it's a hard lesson to learn, but we all got to learn it. And right now, look, Randy, here's the truth. Someone came to me and said, I've got $1.5 million. Will you barf? Yeah, of course I would. Yes. Sure. Here, here you sure. go. Blah. Wherever I'd you do want it for the point not, five. Right. <laughs> do it for the point five. <laughs> I do it for the point five. I need a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. Or a, some kind of What the hell does that hat. mean? Yeah. Then you have to explain it. That's great. I really like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, 30 bucks is too much for a swamp tour, I wrote down here. 
Yeah, they, then, they 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 address that a couple of times and yeah, but it's a mi- I, could, I play it in the, I'll play good. it in the audio, but they screw up because at the very beginning it's it's made clear that it's thirty bucks a person, and there's the joke oh, about I it was forty. Yeah, they, they paid they paid forty. He said forty yeah. bucks. He said oh, give me the I forty bones. He said forty if thirty is what. But I you know, yeah. I I was like, oh, because he thinks she's an attractive girl, she got a deal. No, she's mm-hmm. a local. We already said that locals get a deal when you're in tourist town. Everybody knows that. Yeah, same Joel with uh, David Moore. That's true at Day Disneyland, right? If you live in Anaheim, you get like yeah. A- if you live local to to a tour in a tourist town. You always get a discount, don't you? Ra- That's Randy why you always a, say I'm local. Randy is a, as an Orange County <laughs> resident. Don't you get some kind of you get a there's yeah, some kind of thing. Yeah, right? but it's not it's not much. Like the uh, the the discount like the uh, around this time around 15 years ago, I uh, went with my parents to Branson. Uh, my they had never been to Branson, and they were getting. Mm. O- older and so i i went <laughs> it is the mech of the elderly <laughs> yeah so i went with my parents to branson and i remember they used to have uh these duck tours on table rock lake yeah and they left right out of the center of branson and like you'd hop on one of these duck cars and then drive down and then go right into the lake and yeah. and the tours are and i i remember the tour being kind of expensive so like this 30 dollar mark didn't phase me at all because I, re- I remember it being around that around 25 30 dollars mm-hmm. well it's definitely not worth it after we know what it is though like that mm-hmm. guy right yes i agree did they, did they see yakov smirnoff by the way <laughs> oh yeah we we saw yakov smirnoff we saw mel tillis we saw uh who's the who's the comedy guitar player oh god uh, um, uh, uh i know who you mean uh, he's so good, and he's only known in but Branson. Totally no one, forgettable. No one uh, else in Branson oh, knows this name? guy. Yeah, that guy we love. We can't think of his and, name. And then we saw we saw the world's greatest Japanese fiddler, uh, whose name I'm it's just like Shigushi <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the t- the duck tour, which they do not do anymore. That whole that whole thing got closed down at some point. The the duck tour is just you, you just sit in a boat. You know, like it's not like yeah. just sit. No. Like it's a person talking to you. That's great. You mm-hmm. know, but like you're you're right. Like I, I guess it's something to do. That's yeah. that's, that's what, what it is. is. It's something it's to do. Ducks aren't hard to find. I mean, it's not like an alligator tour where it's like, oh, all right, we're gonna see alligators. And- <laughs> yeah. I mean, this stuff's down there. The problem is, uh, they also showed it them leaving in like the middle of the day, and then they wouldn't get there until like eight at night, and that like long bus drive. That was bullcrap. Really I, far away. I've yeah, lived down there. Right. It is not that far. It's really easy to get to a swamp. My wife grew up in a bayou, and we can drive from New Orleans to that bayou in about twenty five minutes. So I don't, I don't know what they were thinking here. They acted like it was like two states over. That was mm-hmm. really odd. Uh, it just doesn't know what to do with itself in that regard. But I guess that's not the point. The point is, you know, rip a lady's head off. That's the point, right? Yeah. That's the yeah, idea of it. Exactly. Uh, there's a, um, uh, where is it here? Um, I had an interesting piece of trivia. Oh, Richard Reel. Uh, this is my own trivia because I went and did my own research. <laughs> Richard Reel has played, he's in a ton of things, right? Long career, lots of extra. Is the uh, of office space dude, right? Yes. Just yeah. tons of work. And, he is in 18 different movies. He is a sheriff in 18 movies. <laughs> oh, nice. He looks like a sheriff. Like, you could totally see that small town sheriff, dude. Yep. Yeah. He, and that's exactly right. In every case, he's a small town sheriff. There are 18 yeah. separate films. I didn't even bother writing them down because why would I? But I would bet in the rest of his filmography, he always plays a tourist. It's yeah. like either tourist or sheriff. Yeah. Tourist or sheriff. <laughs> he shows up for all those casting calls, I think. 
and he gets them. <laughs> I'm here. He gets those jobs. And why, you know, yeah. why wouldn't you? Oh, here's an interesting piece of trivia. A hatchet, per definition, is a small axe with a single bit or blade. <laughs> Thus, the poster image axe is not, in fact, a hatchet. That's a weird one. Oh, weird. oh wait. Huh. Here's a little bit of trivia. Uh, from Popular Mechanics, it looks like uh, uh, Roy has been writing about tools for more than 25 years and has an expert opinion on just about all of them. He defines a hatchet as simply a small one-handed axe used for chopping. Hmm. Uh-huh. Popular Mechanics, 25 uh-huh. years against Scott's random <laughs> bullshit off the internet. I don't oh know. God. <laughs> I, uh... I... I got a I got a piece of trivia for you that really ca- captured my imagination. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you want to hear it. I do want to. Yeah, hear it. yeah, yeah. Well, lay it on us, please. Um, so this uh this was uh I was like reading um Wikipedia. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So uh, Hatchet was uh, selected for Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas, in two thousand six. Oh, yeah. And Fan Fest was a thing that I always disregarded when I lived there. Mm. Um, Fan Fest would happen in early October. And then the Austin Film Festival would happen after it. And the Austin Film Festival is really good. Yeah. And you, I, I just didn't never felt like I could do both. I like I, I would take days off from work and like uh, go with friends to see so many Austin Film Fest movies that Fan Fest just struck me as like the the week prequel, you know, is it, is it all just right. horror movies fan fest? No, it's, it kind of, it kind of branched out into like a whole convention and okay. all kinds of, all kinds of comic conny things, but like small time stuff yeah. would, would come to fan fest. So anyway, the, the trivia says the film sold out both nights resulting in extra folding chairs, having to be set oh. up in the theater and audience <laughs> members sitting in the aisles. And I'm just like, who wrote this? Who seriously? <laughs> yeah. Who Adam Green. Adam Green Adam wrote Green. it. Yeah. Adam Green. Yeah. He's the hype man. And then it goes on. The film won the audience award for best picture as well as jury prizes for best actor and best special effects. What the hell was it up against? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. You gotta contextualize this stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, in this scenario, okay. This would be a great film to watch in that type of setting. I think that would be right. probably yeah, what would shine the most. Yes, like a like a Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, right? Cult film audience kind of thing. Yes, I'll give you that. Doesn't right. make it great, just makes it fun to to be a part of. Yeah, I'll give you right? that. I'll give you that. Yeah, makes sense. And also, uh, also in a town like Austin, where you know people you know consider themselves young hippies <laughs> and want to go. You know, they like want to give themselves over. To, yeah. <laughs> right. Scott, By the way, uh, you know, there wasn't still, a lot of you. You two can always, but the Bryans can always tell when Scott's not paying any attention because he's busy reading something. Right. You guys are aware <laughs> yeah, of how yeah. this works now. I, okay. Look, right. sometimes the story goes a place and makes me go, oh, wait, I know about that. And then I, when I, by the time I come back, I've lost your thread. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you know, there know. wasn't a whole lot uh, special effects wise in 2006. Uh, Lady in the Water, you know, not great special effects. Uh, yeah. uh, Casino Royale. Look at that. The yeah. first Daniel Craig movie yeah. uh, came wow. out with this movie. And uh, the last one is just landing in theaters this weekend. Yeah. Interesting. Hearing nothing but raves for the new one. I know. You're going to see it tonight. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh. wait to talk to you about it. Yeah. Have You've you already seen, seen it? it? Yep. Oh. Ah, you went last night? Mm. Yep. Or night before last? Mm. Yep. I've only been one time to the theater since pandemic. Since, I haven't been at all. I haven't been at all. So if I do it, it'd be my first. <sighs> I might do it. I might go Sunday or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm so out of the movie loop. I haven't read any movie news. I didn't even freaking Candyman. I mean, come on. That's my, my wheelhouse. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. read 
nothing. Yep, Brian's nothing. last day on film sack because he hasn't he doesn't watch movies anymore. This is it, everybody. I, well, I, I, I still watch old crap, but I just I don't know. I just it just hurts yeah. my feelings to think about movies right now. It just new ones coming out. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, well, I don't. Want I, to not able to go. I just this this isn't. It's not all. It's not all working right now, man. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. you. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I really just go for the popcorn. The oily, oily popcorn. Um, mm-hmm. Do we have? Uh, you guys have anything else you want to mention before we do uh, clips here, or anything you want to? Uh, I mean, it, it, it doesn't uh, officially kick uh, off our. Uh, our I just Sack had. October, I just had one. I have oh, one trope yeah. that I wrote down. Okay. That that I just it just I don't know. There was something about it, and I. I, I I started to talk about it earlier. It's a trope called Mister Exposition. In this mm. in this case, it's Ms. Exposition, and mm. that's Mary Beth. Mm. Mary, yeah. uh, Mary Beth seems to only exist to explain what the hell's going on. Yeah, like right. to to just give you the full rundown. That's Wait Mary Beth. Two. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> sometimes Let's just say things are related in part two. Oh, some mm. like oh, oh uh, she's she's uh, Patchett's. The wife, mm. sister, sister. Hatchet's sister. Okay. She talks about her daddy. By the way, never date uh, a woman who ref- who's in her twenties and re- still refers to her dad as daddy. Yeah, daddy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad, that's a red Although that's right big there. in the South, I have to say. Oh, they is it quite okay. a bit? Yeah, well, the, it's a little key, bit more. The, the key to Mister Exposition is brevity. So, like the my favorite example is Mister Universe and Serenity. When they finally get yeah. to Mister Universe, his job is to provide exposition. He does it very quickly, and now you understand what's happening. Yeah. Now you and get now it. Now you're all called up. Whereas, like sometimes it's terrible. Like in Jurassic Park, when you see the the video within the the movie within the movie, and it's like a DNA strand, like me, is a blueprint <laughs> for building a living thing. Right. You're like, okay, this is this is terrible. Why is this in my movie? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt in this one. In Hatchet, I felt I just felt like this is shoehorned in here to explain. Right. And and she's right. she's doing an okay job, but yeah, she's uh, right. I don't like she's but what fine. you gotta ask yourself, is Scott actually listening or looking? I am a hundred percent listening with a hairnet. <laughs> I am a hundred percent listening. Hundred percent. I like her. She's in all sorts of stuff I like. She's she's she actually is uh I think she's slumming it in this movie. I think she belongs in yeah. better content. Yeah. Did did you did you appreciate being told all of the backstory by her. I, I actually, I actually, I appreciated it. I can't say it, but I like that kind of stuff. That, 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 that's such a, that's such a a slasher film thing. It is right. Yeah. So I liked it. Kids mistreated him. You know, he's just a misunderstood, uh, uh, dude. And then that's what turned him bad. And now he's getting revenge on all, you know, you, you kinda, you always want to have, you can't just have in a good slasher film. The bad guy guy can't be, totally victimless you know what i mean they have to have sure they, they have to have been the victim they are a product of society right know? just like the, the the people he slashes the kids and, and that sort of thing they kind of have to have something like that they do wrong right. to to cause that or they're or they, supernatural but, right but, like but chucky, specific, is, chucky is just a supernatural accident right right it doesn't always have to be that right right you're right specifically though i do like mr exposition because in a horror film, it's it's like the campfire scary story. So that always feels good and natural to me. So yeah. I, I think it works. But I know what you mean. Usually it will be better to show, don't tell, or don't do a voiceover. It would be better to put it more organically in the film. But I like yeah, it. Yeah, could they, could they have done that as the as the pre-credits instead of the Robert Englund thing? 
Right. It's usually a setup, but usually in the, the scene is a setup because the end of that setup, you're going to have a jump scare or something's going to happen suddenly mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, it's, it kind of leads you into the next thing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that a lot. Uh, by the way, yeah. I was just looking up her stuff. Amara Zaragoza, who played oh, yeah. uh, the, the lady we we're talking about here, or were. Uh, she's yeah. in this series I've been wanting to check out called Strange Angel, this Ridley Scott produced thing that's like set in the oh, yeah. 50s or 40s. I don't know wh- anything about it other than everyone. I've had people say, oh, you got to check that show. I got to check that show out. Was this like a season though, right? Didn't yeah, I think it-, it got canceled. Real, or no, three seasons. Uh, three seasons? Let's okay. see. Yeah, three seasons. Strange Angel. I don't know where it showed. Um, but Probably HBO, right? Maybe no. Let's oh Paramount original Paramount Plus Paramount. Oh, it's still there going. Go. I guess it's still a, it's still a, a okay. working concern. Anyway, I keep hearing that's great. So you know she's got stuff. She's in things. She's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. She's just fine. She's. Are you trying to convince Scott? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like she was like I kept feeling for her in a way that wasn't about her uh, character. Yeah, absolutely. She felt like an outsider, which was good because her character ends up being an outsider. So it actually worked out well yeah what do you guys think oh i won't i wrote the word i went low rent as hell this thing what do you think that no oh yes yeah, low it's low rent oh low, low rent yeah you probably yeah. typed laurent and it thought oh the name laurent sure okay oh yeah that's what it must be laurent as hell i don't know why Laurent on that um, laurent to hell all right yeah and that's not bad that's not necessarily bad right like we, fine. We've seen some. Fine. We've seen some cabin in the woods kind of movies that were oh, yeah. made on a shoestring budget, and yeah. w- they were watchable. Like this is not. It's this is not a. This is not a just like purely bad movie. No, right? right. No, right. And when you say cabin in the woods, you mean Evil Dead, right? You don't mean cabin in the woods. We've seen cabin budget, in the woods, no. haven't we? Haven't we? Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, we have. Oh, we did. Uh, we all got we all got Blu-rays at one point. I know we all got Blu-rays. Did we watch them? <laughs> I don't know if we did. <laughs> I've watched it a bunch of times, so I'm not sure. Don't remember if we watched it for film sack. I know we got the Huh. Yeah, I don't know. So be sure to send your films in to film sack <laughs> at <laughs> I know we do have a lot that we need to We're bad uh, at that. It's just hard. To, yeah. It's hard. We say this every bad. year about this time. This is this is like the guilt time of the year when we start feeling guilt. She's like, Oh man, we should have watched all those crappy yeah. shitty movies. We have to start to Yeah, we're all confessing now. What else do we have to confess? Uh sometimes we don't read your emails. How about that? That's another what? thing. Yeah, I know. What? I, I know we, we get a lot. Of, we get a lot of them. Some sometimes they're long or they're Maybe just not that. No offense. Sometimes it's not that interesting. <laughs> sometimes they're just not that interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you pick the ones that we like and you move on. All right. Did this movie? Right. So there was a lot of body gore in this film, but yeah. really the the one that really like you just kept having to watch and experience was that that foot pain that uh oh, oh god stab, yeah. the bar yeah, stabbing the, the bar stabbed his foot it. and have I to wanted, push it forward. I never oh. wanted to see it again. That was horrible. That was rough. Yeah. That was really yeah. horrible. Also, if you're going to impale the dude, go ahead and finish him off with whatever other stuff you got and be done with it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't just leave him there because you know he's going to come back. Of course. Like he already he's burned him it. and thought he was dead. That's none of that. And, yeah. and also, that much burn time and then the rain, you're still dead. You're not going <laughs> to Not if you're a supernatural ghost who's. Uh, you know, he's a following ghost. like following, <laughs> uh, you know, Jason Voorhees rules. I guess so. They are kind of Voorhees rules for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's it's week three of me just being obsessing over Midnight Mass. Mm. And I like <laughs> like my my current questions are all about how the how the I don't even want to 
name what they are in case you haven't seen it. Like how the mm-hmm. bad people work. How do they, how do they, how does, <laughs> what are the rules of their supernatural stuff? And right. like this movie, uh, this movie just makes this guy out to be pseudo immortal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to believe that if they, for instance, chop his head off of his body, that's it. You've, you've killed him. Yeah. You've got to yeah. believe that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the only way to stop him. About five episodes into Midnight Mass, I gotta say, I'm enjoying it. Oh, yeah. so you've seen the fifth? Because, like, the end of the fifth episode yes. is one of the most shocking things yes. that I've ever seen committed to film. And what I mean is the credits. I've never in my life, I have never seen and heard credits like the end of the fifth episode of Midnight Mass. Uh, that's the thing I can't stop thinking about. Yeah, it's like, up like how the hell. Did has anyone never done this before over yeah, credits? Right. Dude, Mike Mike Flanagan's a, I I think he's one of those dudes who you just hear he's making a thing and I sign up. It's like I'm ready mm-hmm. for whatever you're doing yeah. next, bud, because yeah. he makes really great stuff. Him him and the devs guy can't right. get his name, but whenever oh, he writes yeah. or directs anything, well, and uh, um, uh, Holly Noah Holly. Oh Noah Holly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. These guys, yeah. it's like a weird yeah. new grouping of, of almost like back in the. Sp- you know Spielberg, it's like Scorsese. Spielberg back in the day. Right? Yeah, like yeah. when those guys are all starting out, and you're like, "Where are they all going to go?" And that's how this mm-hmm. feels. And it's all funny enough. It's often very horish and scary and weird. Horish. <laughs> it's horish. It's horish. 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 A bunch of whores. <laughs> all right, I'm doing clips. Yeah, I need you to. Oh, I, I need you ahead. to call me when you finish the seventh <laughs> episode of Midnight Mass. I really the seventh call episode. Me. Yeah. It's it's a seven episode series. Oh, right. when I finished the final episode. Okay. Oh, yeah. really? Only seven, not eight. Yeah. Or it's an odd odd number for. Uh, I mean, literally an odd number, but it's also an yeah, odd was, number for a Netflix uh, series. It's literally. Well, it's, <laughs> each each episode is it's named, literally an odd number. <laughs> each episode is named after a book in the Bible, and then there's seven of them because there's seven days of the of mm. the Holy Week, and so on and so on. Like, yeah. It, you know, I w- you know what I wish. Back to this movie for a second. Yeah. Um. In this movie, they they show on Halloween night when uh, when Crowley gets his hatchet to the face. It was a hatchet. Uh, they're outside and they're, there's kids are outside. And they're dressed up as uh, clown pig and Skeletor, and I mean they're just amazing yeah. Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. I I want to have a Halloween like in the movies. Mm-hmm. I always feel like do you, do you guys remember us watching Trick or Treat? Yes, yeah, very well. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that. I watch it every yeah. year, and uh, I just. It's like I want Halloween to be this phenomenal. Yeah, it never is. It's no, more like it's more like e, it's more like ET. Mm-hmm. It Halloween. never is. You know, You're right. That sucks about it. Yeah, it needs I'm to telling be you, that. I, I'm telling you, I had one of those. Thank you, COVID, for ruining the possibility of this. But <laughs> uh, like, I had one Halloween like that when I was 27, and I found right. myself in Salem, Massachusetts, on Halloween, nice. traveling That's for business. Cool. And yeah. it was amazing. Like the, the streets are all closed and I'm just walking around right. in the middle of the street, watching kids in their costumes, going door to door and everything is decked out. Like there yeah. are jack-o'-lanterns as far as the eye can see in every direction. Oh, it's like, that is the cool. kind of everything's, like, everything's migrated a trunk or treat where I live. I'm like, Oh, come on. Oh, really? I, I mean, it's it's fine. I guess it's fun. Decorate your I, trunk. I kind of want to take my put kids the kids in the trunk and year. take them off. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now that needs know. to be a movie. Trunk or treat? Where some dude <laughs> isn't that like the definition of what we tell kids not to do? Don't go near cars. <laughs> right. With right candy exactly. Yeah. And whatever. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's it's not a movie. I just looked it up. It is the Try. name of a, it is the name of an episode of uh a TV show Barnaby Small Jones. Town News. Oh. Small Town News Small has Town an episode called yeah. Trunk or Treat. Okay. Right. God, I oh, mean, it's, it's so stupid. Why is nobody somebody had the movie? I'm waiting for that movie, Serial Killer, Trunk or Treat. Come yeah. on, kids. Yeah, what's going Get on? Back in my trunk for some is it candy. Be, Come on. It could be a sequel, even. They could do a sequel to Trick or Treat called Trunk Art. Oh, trunk or Treat. Another trunk or Treat. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That would be the, yeah. the through uh, thing. We, we're in charge of one of those coming up here in our neighborhood. Yeah. A trunk or treat thing. Yeah, Kim and I are organizing one, so we'll see how that. Goes. I still have the thing I made last year. That's a skeleton head stuck onto the end oh. of a red painted PVC pipe that you just fire the candy down oh, into the yeah. kids' bags. Yeah, I thought that was, that so, was so cool. much fun last year watching but you do that. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be here this year because we're going to Vermont, oh. and uh, oh, that's uh, right. So I'm letting the neighbors the, the neighbors are going to use my uh, skull. Oh my god, that's that's Dude, the worst story Dave ever. Will, it's, no. it's like the time that Dave Santa will, Dave will turn that into a bong or something. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the biggest joint it'll be the biggest bong yeah. ever in the whole neighborhood to come see <laughs> sorry Dunway, i didn't mean to run you over I no just... that's okay i was just thinking oh my god Ibit, you know having such a big performance last year and then not being here this year is kind of like when uh when when santa can't deliver the presents because right no storm oh it's, yeah, yeah you just get you just get his brother fred to do it um yeah, no i'm go. kind of looking forward to i feel like vermont because they're it's like a little small town. It's going to be kind of that. It won't be that Salem, Massachusetts experience. I feel like that would be the ultimate place to go for Halloween. But uh, but it's still going to be New England-ish. Uh, I guess it's New England adjacent. Small small town. A ton of jack-o'-lanterns. They're known for this right. thing called the pumpkin glow. Yeah. Wait, where are you going specifically? Jericho, Vermont. Okay, Jericho. All right. I have a good friend who lives. Day? I have a good friend who lives in Middlebury, and uh, that's that's sort of uh, along the middle of the west side of the state. That sounds oh, okay. Right. Do you guys? Right. Okay, I got a question for you. When I was growing up, Go. we used to do Halloween quite often, and we lived in what was called a mill village. It was a small town that was built up around a mill. Uh, usually contained a, a company store and just everybody participated. It was just a huge community event. Houses stacked right next to each other. Did you guys kind of have that kind of thing? Were there mills in places or was it just different where you know. lived? Mills? Well, not really yeah. mills. Yeah, no like, mills. Like manufacturing no mills, mills. Yeah. No. No. That's no. I can think of. Um, I'm trying to think. Like there's some old well there's the old flour mill and they do a big halloween thing so yeah i guess so right yeah but like 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 the houses are like like you know okay you got suburbia this represented in films but then you got mill villages especially down here in the south where we live all in our brick houses and they're just all like your your neighbors man they're like right literally you know you you're hi you can open your window hi yeah and just, you know <laughs> yeah you don't want it but they, you can right you it's, can it's not and like the, the thing about those houses they never change in value they're always that you can you can do whatever you want to them you can make them the best house in the mill village and they're worth the same amount whether or not you do nothing to it just, yeah there's no it's not an investment it's yeah. a place to live yeah you're right you got to live there you pay your rent or you pay your bills you pay your and, rent and you, you, you do trick-or-treating and you die there and you yeah. die yeah. and you die there That's and hopefully not in a horrible and way then, and then you haunt the place <laughs> for the next generation of halloween fun <laughs> All right. You know, Ibit. You know, yeah. Ibit. Yeah. If, yeah. if I were you on Halloween, <laughs> yeah. I'd drive up to Montreal. That's what they have in Montreal are can, Canadian Cajuns. Uh huh. Oh. And Canadian uh, Cajuns know how to do things. I don't, I don't think Canada likes us right now. I don't think that. I don't think, really? I don't think I can cross the border uh, currently with there's everything. A, yeah, there's currently a. Turn uh, around, buddy. Uh, yep. I think it's still in place, right? You can't go it's up a, there right now. 
it's I think quick, so. I don't think we can really. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we can actually cross the border right now. It's a it's a quick drive from Burlington up to Montreal. You could try oh, to I believe over. you. No, you can, we can see. Uh, Not everybody's Montreal got their, their official Canadian card. <laughs> yeah, they say, oh, "We're sir, you tried to cross the border illegally. We're going to put you in jail. Sorry about that. Sorry, we got to put you in jail. Right, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, they'll be real sad about it. They'll be sorry that they put you in jail. <laughs> they'll be very sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. you can't come in. Sorry. Yeah. So that's how those things go. Don't hate us, yo. <laughs> no, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just you've got this all wrong. In that part of Canada, they say bonjour a lot. They, oh, they oh right, French, French. French. Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. you to bug off, and they right. say bonjour. Oh man, I really wish I could go. Hey guys, what holds you back in your life? What interferes with your happiness? What prevents you from achieving your goals? Well, let BetterHelp help you. They'll help assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment, so it's super, super convenient. And you can start communicating in under 20, excuse me, 48 hours. That's pretty good. All without ever having to sit in that stupid waiting room. So uncomfortable in there. BetterHelp is affordable, more than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available and they offer a broad range of expertise, which may not be available in your area otherwise. Anything you share is confidential. And whether it be depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, self-esteem issues, uh, sleeping issues, whatever it may be, they got you covered. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a really cool program, and I recommend it very highly. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash filmsack. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash filmsack for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. Let's now, let's do, let's do clips. some clips. Yeah, I yeah. want to do them. Uh, we're going to do them. And uh, here's how we do them. We push these buttons here. Uh, let's start with this. This is... Um, Oh, yeah, this is Freddy. Early on, some Freddy. Here you go. 12-footer, if I ever saw one. No. I ain't leaving here without her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think oh, yeah. What's the 12, 12 feet of what? What alligator. are they? What is alligator? They're, they're hunting, an alligator. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. alligators. This yeah. is 2006. This is when, uh, what, what was that? Was it when they're like crocodile alligator hunting on TLC or something? Okay. Once. Well, who, I don't think tries has to, do to the year. who tries to fish up a twelve foot alligator <laughs> in an eight foot boat. <laughs> well, Freddy Krueger yeah. does. <laughs> this movie's not big on continuity. Um, it's okay. kind of funny. Yeah, well, we're gonna chop them up and put them in the boat. Yeah, that's right. You cut them in half. We're good. Uh, all right, here's a. Oh, he's always messing with Ainsley. See, no matter what I say, shut up, Ainsley, or you're queer, Ainsley, or why can't you be more like your sister, Ainsley? I said, shut up, you little queer. See, <laughs> see, see, you did it. See, you remember this is 2006. No, see, you that keep was... saying that, but 06, we were not running around going a bunch <laughs> of queers. I'm, bunch saying. Of queers. <laughs> I'm saying you can't say that in 2006. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think, I think that year was. You can bad. only say that if you've got a $1.5 million budget, then you can say that. <laughs> 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 All right, here's, uh, sorry, here's the wanting to finish his piss piss thing oh and i got a ton of clips i'm playing fast here there you go for crying out loud can we just pull over so i can finish my damn piss so i can finish my damn piss do you do you have the sound or the the stuff he says as he's getting attacked uh 
No. Oh, darn. No. It, was that, 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 that I actually wrote that in my notes. It's like he gets attacked by uh, Crowley yeah. and he goes, it hurts. Oh, right. oh yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love when you go. I don't understand what's going on. I need right. to say yeah. what's going on. So right, I exactly. Yeah, I wonder. Hurts. I wonder if that's painful. Oh, he says it hurts. It's painful. Oh, it must I'll be. stop. I'll stop. Sorry. Sorry. It must hurt. <laughs> Turns out it must hurt. Which is actually kind of funny because in a movie it seems cheap, but I've done this before. I've hurt myself and went, "Oh, that hurts." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's real. It's real, man. Don't mess. It with, seems cheap with what's real. Uh, here's a, a poor man's Marilyn Manson right in the middle of things. <laughs> It sounded like between corn and it sounded very cornish. Yeah, I meant to go back and look. It's somebody named Marilyn Munson. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to go back and look, but it was like Power Man 5000 or corn or something like that. They're in a band called. I don't don't understand. We're we're, we're listening to Marilyn Manson. That's not Marilyn Manson. Manson? No, it is not. They did not get the money to pay for a Marilyn Manson. Yeah, this is true. I'm 100% sure that's not him. That is a fake. Shit, shit I'm pulling version. it up right now. No, uh, this is the new shit remix written by John Five as John Lowry, Tim Scold, and Marilyn Manson. What? Performed by Marilyn Manson and Goldfrap. It even sounds Gold like Frap. discount Marilyn Manson, though. It doesn't even sound it as does. good as anything I, else. Yeah. I gotta, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a mark on the wall. I do this every time I say something and Scott doesn't believe me. And then <laughs> says something, the same exact thing and welcome, Scott believes it. Dude, welcome to Ibbit's world. I do this on TMS <laughs> I, all the time. I do it yeah. to everybody. Don't feel bad. This is I, just, don't I, just, believe I, you. I aspire to rise to Ibbit's level of being believed. No, I, dude, <laughs> trust me. It no, happens no, no. to him all I the don't, time. I get... I get I get unbelieved, non-believed all uh, the time. Just as much, yeah. <laughs> my my minute to minute, like, oh, and let me Google that. You guys don't understand though. This isn't about me proving disbelief. This is me right. going, my brain's broken. How come I remember this wrong? Or right. Whatever? Me but here, the up. problem is, is that like there, there are times, probably one out of every three times he does that. Right. It's like he's oh, not. No, he's it's he's not right. Wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. He's not wrong because it does seem unbelievable it de- it defies yeah. logic yeah. that How this do you movie afford- has 1.5 million yeah. and they got i can Marilyn understand yeah. i can understand affording tony uh, tony todd and <laughs> right and, uh, yeah. uh edlin but, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe can, hotter but maybe you I, could afford Marilyn manson today right but not right back then. Yeah. today no one gives a maybe. poo yeah, he yeah looks he's like, like a serious aunt. plummet. He looks like so, my aunt Phyllis right now. That guy. I, don't know I uh, <laughs> I really liked this album. Uh, this album had come out uh, like uh, two or three years before the movie. Uh, the album's called The Golden Age of Grotesque, mm-hmm. and it's a good album, but it tanked. Like mm-hmm. it just for yeah. whatever reason it didn't sell and it didn't get any play on the radio and so on. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, one of the better songs on one of the lesser Marilyn Manson albums ends up in a movie like this. Like, this is how you make money on your music when people aren't buying it. It also strikes me that this dude has friends, this director, Mm -hmm. and that's how he's getting a lot of these people. Yeah, I yeah, I just think he's connected. I think he's just he's inside the system. Yeah, I think he, he here. You guys want to see what my Aunt Phyllis looks like? Check this out. <laughs> if you post a picture of Marilyn Manson, I'm going to have to. Wait, yeah. I'm in the wrong place. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Here's Marilyn Manson. It isn't Marilyn Manson, but it looks like my Aunt Phyllis. There he is. <laughs> okay. And I'm, now not we wow. I'm not kidding either. It looks like our next week's movie. Yeah. 
I'm a little worried about him. Uh, not really, because by the well, by the way, uh, up to this point, uh, a bit, uh, John Five was Marilyn Manson's guitarist and songwriter. <laughs> like he, oh really? Kind of, he kind of wrote like is album he, after album of of songs, and then is and he then worried was, about getting disassembled? Right. Nah. Yeah. No, this is his. This is his last album, I think, with with Marilyn Manson. Oh, really? Huh. He was like, "I'm done with that weirdo." All right. Uh, where the hell was I? Oh, yeah, we got clips. Uh, sweaty balls, man. Our hotel room smells like sweaty balls, man. Yeah. Sweaty balls, Sweaty balls. What's his power? <laughs> sweaty balls, man. What is his power? What would he do? Uh, so he... able to get down a metal slide a lot faster than normal, man. <laughs> Excelsior. Uh, there you go. Sweaty balls, man. Watch for him. All right, skin. Oh, this is gross. I think I'd rather skin my own dick. Oh, jeez, Cosby. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Cosby kid. Jeez, slow down there, buddy. All right, Tony Todd. <laughs> or although I, I put Toby Todd here, I know what I meant though. Uh, here it is. Here's Tony Todd. What do you want? What do you want? Oh, I love it. Love here he is it. again. Be careful walking on the sidewalk. Now, the best <laughs> part about the be careful walking on the sidewalk is the very end. He makes this sound. Walk, 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 walk. It's great. I just want to hear that all day. Walk, walk. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray's brother. That's good. Good. Uh, uh, um, uh, give us a kiss. Yeah, give us a kiss. I love the music that's playing on a radio <laughs> in that scene. Yeah. Where were they? A bar or something? I don't know where they were. I don't remember where they were. Uh, Mardi Gras, right? Is it the whole oh, Mardi Gras. They, no, they were in the the other boat driver's uh, yeah. haunted shores. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, the girl tried to say syphilis with not great results. Syphilis. All right. Here's that. Syphilis. Syphilis. Here's uh, what? Something stripper giggles. <laughs> oh, the yeah. two the two porn girls. Yeah. Uh, here's where I cringed. I actually made a physical cringe in this seven seconds. Enjoy. The night will soon be upon us. The spirits of the damned are on the rise. Let's get our souls on the move, my friends. It's seriously... It's rough. It's so rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't feel like, you know, no matter how bad my Cajun accent would be at the beginning of this, of this episode of film sack in the intro, it it won't be as bad as that. Right. Right. No matter what, that's, that's great. Cause most movies, they'll have a very professional thing that you guys want to mimic in your intro. Exactly. Yeah. And in this one, so it's so so bad. Is he a good actor doing a bad actor with a bad accent or is he a bad actor he Who's is just doing what he can do. He is a know. great actor for two hundred dollars a day. For two hundred dollars a day, he is the best actor in the world. Oh my lord! All right, this made me laugh. You spot me? Well, you don't have any cash? No, I'm just not paying for this bullshit. Love it. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. He made me laugh. All right, here's uh. Oh, the other Murray again. Hello. Oh, no. I thought this was the other Murray. It's Hello. Not, it's, uh, it's the oh. Dean guy. Or tourist guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, tourist guy. Here you go. Hello. Hey. Oh, yeah. The, 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 oh, Richard Ryle was yeah. doing his uh, greet everybody on the bus. Yeah. yeah. How long were they waiting on the bus during this whole thing? <laughs> I don't they know. They retired. They could wait as long as they want. Yeah. I really enjoyed him as the dad in uh, in that that you know, that sitcom and What's uh, yeah, grounded, for, grounded for life that's oh, what it was was he good in that Never yeah he was that. the dad he's in a that. few yeah he's a you know this is a journeyman older yeah older balding character yeah, actor right oh yeah been yeah. around forever done everything tv movies you name it big you know big stuff like casino and then small stuff like this and just everything in between yeah 
dudes all over the place. He was great. It's pretty good. And, and him taking the, uh, the old <sighs> ax or hatchet to the, uh, to the shoulder <laughs> was, uh, getting chopped down in the prime of life. That was pretty good. Let's call it an axit or a hack, hacksit. Hacksit. Yeah. Hacks it. Let's call it, let's call it a tomahawk. That's a word that you don't have a good definition. No, of for, that's so true. It's just like, it doesn't have to have one of those eagle feathers on the end of it. Isn't no. that? No. You ever have a, you ever have a tomahawk <laughs> steak? Tomahawk <laughs> steak's amazing. It's like a whole bone and a big old it's fat huge. piece. It's oh, dude. Yeah. I could eat that. Too right much now. steak for one person, really, if you ask me. You really? should share it. Yeah, okay. share it. It's like this. It's like the 99er, or was it 60? What was it? 69er? The Great Outdoors. But they if you had, finish the whole thing, it's free. Yeah, they had to finish the whole thing. It was free. What was it? Oh, that was, was in the, the Great 90, Outdoors? The 96er. It was the 96er, wasn't it? 96er. Oh. Are you talking about an Amarillo? Is that or in a me. movie? In, a movie. Oh, in the movie, is, uh, the, Great the Great Outdoors. outdoors. Yeah. Oh, in the yeah. movie, Great Outdoors. Because yeah, they have a place in Amarillo that has a. 96 ounce tomahawk steak those, that if you finish it three those places are all over west texas have you guys ever tried to do that where it's like a monstrously sized thing and they'll give it no. to you for free no i don't i don't take eating lightly brian you've been or Ibit, you went to the you've been to the heart attack cafe though right uh, no didn't. i've never been in the heart attack cafe oh, we the place where you have there. to weigh yourself before you go in yeah uh, no but my uh but crazy speaking of crazy neighbor uh turning my Candy delivery thing into a bung. Yeah. We went to Quaker Steak and Lube, uh, and he got the <laughs> fire wings, uh, yeah. the They're the wings that you those. have to sign a waiver to eat. Yeah, and ate them and ended up on the wall of flame. Oh my gosh! Nice. How did he do? Did he do all right? Like he did fine. What he did was he he knows that it's really the the contact with your skin and the lips is the problem. So he uh, he took a fork and got all the meat off of the wings. And then just ate it and not let the meat touch his lips. Wow. Just put it straight in his mouth. <laughs> but doesn't it still? I mean, it would still. I mean, he's still gonna have it's the still worst shit. It's still going down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, he's still gonna shit like Satan well, the next day. I don't know why this entire discussion has turned into the great outdoors and funny farm for me. But <laughs> when Chevy Chase eats the lamb fries yeah. and wins the prize for that, that was a that was a hell of a thing. Oh, it's that been a long a time since I've seen that. Long. Well, what are lamb fries? Okay, I don't know. He just turned seventy-eight, by the way. Chip yes, Chip. yeah. The other day, oh. he said fifty-seven on the on Twitter, and so everyone thought it was true, and it's not. He's seventy-eight. <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! Yeah, he's seventy-eight years old. I, I've asked this before on FilmSec. What what happened to Chevy Chase? Like, he's a perfectly fine comedic actor. Up until some something happens, he's and a dick. He he's always of, been a dick. He ran out of directors to piss off. Yeah, like, yeah he's, I think, he's a dick. I think he's always been a dick, and it's just like yeah. he's finally getting to the stage where where nope, not working with him. Yeah, nobody wants to work with him. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something to that because he, he yeah. really and that's, his reputation but, is a, is aside from fine. the vacation movies. I mean, does he get what's what's uh, another? A sequel or thing that he's done that they've brought him back for. I mean, well, I mean, he was in Community for years, which was yeah, yeah until and then out. until he pissed yeah. them off, right? Until, until my, he pissed my, everybody off. And, but yeah, Community yeah. is the example of after something happened to him, he ceased to be funny. He ceased to be entertaining. Like everything about him in Community is just like terrible. He's a blight on that show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I love Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation. He's amazing. Absolutely, sure. yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's, he has a. He I guess has those a, all had different directors too, didn't they? Like, because yeah, uh, yeah. you had uh, Hughes. Did Hughes no, direct? Hughes wrote. wrote. He never. He never directed. Yeah. He wrote. Yeah, that was uh, Joe Dante. No, uh, <sighs> shit. Um, I knew this. I know he doesn't direct. Chevy Chase has a great on-screen 
Charles Ramis. No, really? That's awesome. Charles Ramis directed the first one. Well, now I know why I love it. Yeah. Right. No brainer. Because there's no, there is no, no, it's not. It's Jeremiah S. Shekchik. What? Jeremiah S. Shekchik wrote or directed Christmas Vacation. See, no. Directed, wait, wait, directed which one? Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Oh, the, Christmas the Vacation. I was talking about the very first one. one. Oh, oh, oh. I, okay. I thought you said yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Quit g- Googling things that you think I said. See, Randy? <laughs> See? You're not the only one. See? <sighs> See, I did, it to, I did it to him just now. <laughs> I just knew. I thought he was talking about that movie. But yeah. Who like, directed uh, Vegas Vacation? Uh, no idea. <laughs> I've never looked that up, I guess. I'd be, I'd be Or curious. European Vacation. Uh, the worst one is probably... Stephen Kessler was Vegas Vacation. Great. Okay. I like Vegas. Yeah, so there you go. So, I mean, even, even the Vacation series... Directors came in and out probably because but John, John Hughes is difficult. John Hughes is pretty ever present in those movies, right? Like he's well, he only wrote the one. He, I think I thought only he? the Christmas Vacation was. John oh Hughes, no! You Hughes know what? Related. He wrote the original. Oh. You're right. Here it is. Screenplay. <laughs> but he, that. But he didn't have to work with. Oh, uh, Amy Heckerling directed European Vacation. Interesting. Oh, okay, a lady. Um, uh, but screenwriter doesn't have to work with Chevy Chase. No, for sure. But he does write like the words that go in Chevy Chase's mouth, and like that. Uh, there's a there's a, a simpatico relationship there. Yeah. They they clearly mm. work together well. I could see that. Was Brian Doyle? Oh wow, Brian Doyle Murray was in the first Vacation movie. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, as a park. He, he wasn't his boss. Was he? Oh, Camp Comfort Clerk. Okay, so different That's character. Right, yeah. All right. That's right. Fine. Was he in all of them, and he just played something different every time? That's cool. And this I may wish, have been my oh, right, this may be my favorite host, side road yeah. we've taken on. This is a fun one. This is a fun was one. Was he the game show host in the in uh, European the the piggy thing, or am I uh, completely looking, misremembering? I'm looking right now, I can't I can't see him in that. Maybe he's only in the two. <laughs> Maybe it's not. Yeah. yeah. I like I Vegas. Take Scott's Vegas internet is, away when we do the show. That's what <laughs> we're all doing it. But Vegas is my favorite. I like Vegas, not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Christmas is my favorite. No, I never look up anything while we're doing the show. What are you talking about? I like Ve- Vegas. Impossible. Vegas is fine as a sh- movie. It's fun. Yeah. Papa Giorgio, all that stuff. It's but fun. just coming back to the thing. So the re- the way you really know that Chevy Chase turned a corner <laughs> at some point, the way you truly know is yeah. that the comedic trio of Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short becomes yeah. the <laughs> comedic the duo, duo yeah. of yeah. Steve Martin and Martin Short. <laughs> and, and, and you're just like, uh, of course, they got rid of the one who's, I don't know, not funny I, anymore I or something. Seen it. I haven't seen it, but is Chevy Chase the one that gets murdered in the building? <laughs> I wish. I love that show. Some people have trouble with it. I love that. I, most people I talk to love it. I haven't heard anybody yeah. like yeah. it. Yes, yeah. please watch. Please watch. Yeah, uh, can't only wait to watch it. it. I hear it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny because those two became the fastest of friends from that movie, from that set, I guess. Maybe yeah. SNL. I don't know. But but Chevy Chase, the, the the amigo that never hung out with him again. That was it because he's yeah. a dick. He's yeah. a dick. And it's okay. I grew up it's on a fine. street. I grew up on a street called Chevy Chase Lane. It's not named yeah. after him. It's named after the horse race or dog yep. race thing or whatever or the, the city in maryland or wherever it yeah is. or whatever it if, is but at the time we were like yeah he's great snl he's a hoot or whatever and then you know and now we just know he's a dick because that's how we talked back then we, we <laughs> called, called <them> hoots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a real hoot yeah. you're a real hoot 
Like and the, and friends, have a real hoot, nanny. <laughs> if if you have not watched Only Murders in the Building yet, you don't know how amazing it is with yeah. these little tiny roles for Tina Fey and Sting uh, and yeah. uh, Jimmy Fallon. Has okay, a, quit spoiling it. Yeah, you I'm spoil just saying. It. Spoilers. You Listen, have to watch this. Thing. I really want to it's watch just, it. I heard. Sting I'm waiting until all of it's out, and then I'm watching it. Yeah, Sting does Sting not have a shirt on, and he works for Baron Harkonnen or whatever, or is that something else? <laughs> Or he's shoveling coal in the basement of the Munchausen uh, estate or something. Oh, right. He doesn't have time between his weird tantric sex sessions now. To do <laughs> I think it. that's all he's got is time. Yeah, maybe. And, maybe. And friends, by the way, as Scott knows, because we both have countdown timers, we are 13 days from Dune. Yeah, I'm so excited. Wait for Dune. That's, the, that's why I'm going back to the theater. And I have another countdown. Uh, it's about 16 years until someone remakes Dune and claims that it's going to be better than all the previous Dune. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know, man. I think Villeneuve's got, got, the, got the chops to be the one. He's, yeah. he's the one. He did it with Blade Runner. He's doing it here. I have no I have full faith in this guy. Uh, what uh, I was gonna say one other thing about something. Oh, do you think at Sting's house the one word, the one phrase you never hear at Sting's house is um, eh, I'm not really in the mood. Do you think that ever happens? <laughs> you will be in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight, honey. Oh, but listen, we've got the entire weekend. Oh my God. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, oh man, we're not through these clips. Uh, here's, here's clips. Here's a here's a. Uh, I, I also laughed at this. So do you have any pets, sir? Yeah, and because you hit him in the head, <laughs> you get smacked to the back of the head. Yeah, although that yeah. that's a nice jacket. It sounded like a tennis ball. Listen. So do you have any pets, sir? It sounds like a tennis yeah. ball. <laughs> it sounds exactly yeah. like a tennis ball. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another great uh, Murray thing. Hello there, Jim Promadio. No, not Murray. No, and this here's the Mrs. Shannon. Hello. That's Richard Ryle. Yeah. Uh, sits yeah. there and yells things. Sits there, yells things, uh, drinks his own piss. Yeah, there's that. Jack Cracker. <laughs> One of the best horror characters I've seen in a long time. Horror. Yeah. Horror. 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 Here's Jack Cracker's talking. Y'all gonna die. Y'all gonna die. <laughs> Y'all gonna die. Y'all gonna die. Or my, or my name is Jack Cracker. And then he be. takes a big old swig of his pee jug. Yeah, it might uh, be my favorite performance. Yeah, it's short he's and great, sweet, huh? and we don't really know what he's like. But y'all gonna die? There's something about that. Well, tune in, tune into the first uh, couple of minutes of the second. Just just watch the first ten minutes of the second. We don't have to watch anymore. You just need it's it's yeah, like the I think ending. I do want to. I really yeah, do. it's like the ending proper. If you watch the first little bit, just like the first ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So the I whole watched- series, like the whole three parts, the first three parts is like takes place over just a couple of days. Yeah. I feel you. Is there is there more stripper giggling in the uh, in part? Oh two? my god! Yeah, you'll have to stop like immediately after the first scene <laughs> in part two because you you think the stripper thing? Oh, they they totally lean into that. Do they? they oh, totally, yeah. Looking forward to yeah. that. Um, all right. So this audio made me. I wrote the note here. I wrote is this audio makes me want to kill myself. That's pretty harsh. Let's see wow. what it was. I don't remember. What did the Spanish mall say to the Cypress? Mind if I hang around? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll tell that joke in Espanol. Oh my gosh, it makes me want to die. <laughs> now I remember. It was horrible. It was so it bad. Is horrible. Terrible. It is borderline racist, too. It, it just feels garbage. like I, I know it isn't. It isn't, but <laughs> it's just garbage. It's so, so bad. All right. I did like this line. Your nipples are dumb. Your nipples are dumb. Yes. <laughs> dumb. That was her best line. I was Misty. sure Dunaway was going to use nipples are dumb in his intro. I, I, it was actually in my original draft. 
Okay. How is that not in my porn uh, or my prom night? Porn Your night. Porn night? Oh. <laughs> porn there night. were so I many. I mean, that is what I. Are we getting worry. a prom night clip? Because there were so many oh, we opportunities. Got, we got some. We got some. Okay. They're coming up. Right. Here's this uh, dude saying it's, he's again talking jive or whatever he's doing. Relax. It's all good. <laughs> all right. That's great. Uh, what's this sound? Yaha. 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 I kind of laughed. All right. Here's Boatman explaining down. himself. Look, I did the one tour last night that I did this one here tonight. All right. Okay. So now Oof. he's. Huh. Now he's being racist. It can, it can get worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought this was a goof. I guess it is, and I'll play it. That still doesn't explain the gun. Yeah, and why her ticket was only thirty bucks. So you guys corrected me on that. I thought it was yeah. thirty the whole time. I didn't capture the first one, so I didn't. I didn't have them to compare. All right, here is a, a scary and scary acting. I wrote Victor Crowley. Enough with the stories already, huh? With <laughs> Bill Murray's brother. Enough with the stories already, huh? He's not yeah. great in this. <laughs> that guy permanently looks like he's from 1950. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he. <laughs> <laughs> See, this line made me hungry. Moon's over Miami, yo. All right. That made me yeah, yeah, some Denny's action, right? Is yeah. that what that is? Moon's mm-hmm. over Miami? Yes. yes uh, here's the off screen, the off screen pratfall that you don't actually get to see, but I thought the audio was kind of funny. Ah! <laughs> 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 It hurt. <laughs> what did he say? Is my balls? Did he hit my balls this is, or something? What this is say? bullshit. He said at the end. Okay. <laughs> Here's a little piece of it. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right. Here's a. Uh, let's see. You know. Oh. About <laughs> the tour sucking. You know what, Jackie Tucker? Your tour sucks my ass. <laughs> Jackie Jack Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Yeah, like, the guy was yeah. legit funny. Terrible. His delivery's yeah. great. The lines are great. He's he's great. All right. Get to sucks my ass. Oh, that was by itself. Okay. Uh, d- uh, here's another line from him. Oh man, he looks dead as shit. See, always funny, always good. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then he died. All right. This part was really gross in the sound department. It wasn't so gross in the. It was the girl getting impaled. But here's what it sounded like. shoving her down that wood just yeah. oh right yeah the shovel uh yeah even though Candle. there's no way that would have worked rough yeah it was rough uh all right here but oh people are high <laughs> you're all high all right great <laughs> you're all high <laughs> and then she, listen to that sound she makes <laughs> <laughs> so weird all right you do have an ear for that i do i can't help mm-hmm. it <laughs> they just happen and I go, what the frick are you making noise for? And then I capture it. All right, here's some cry acting. <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, my daddy yep. and my brother. Well, that was a marathon of cut clips. Now this. Grab a bucket. Oh, that's the wrong one, shit. It's time for the film sack checklist. That Cosby kid is all right. Check. All right. Very insensitive to Asians, but this time it's an Asian's fault. Check. Mm. No, no one ever. Heard, <laughs> no one ever heard of the black guy dies sixth trope. Uh, <laughs> check. That's true. Really uh, thought he was going to survive. I did too. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Randy, tell me there's some Star Trek connections. There's got to be one, like the old, the the Mustache Man or something. Somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. We got two <laughs> two big connections this week. These are these are uh, about as big as they come. So, uh, Tony, the Candyman, Todd. Uh, yep. He was, you know, he he was Reverend Zombie in Hatchet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is all over Star Trek. He. Yep. Uh, he voiced uh, Rodek in Star Trek Online. He voiced Corban in Star Trek Elite Force 2. In the Voyager episode Prey, he played a character named Alpha Hyrogen. But his greatest <laughs> hits in Star what? Trek were five starring roles in episodes of The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, where he played the Klingon Kern. That's yeah. Kern, <laughs> son of Moog, which is to say he was Worf's little brother. Yeah. And then uh, in the fifth ep- episode of, of that streak, he played the middle-aged Jake Sisko in the episode The Visitor. Oh, yeah. oh forget right. about that. I'm, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that his best performance as an actor. Like, it's yeah. really, really remarkable. Good. But yeah. to take mm-hmm. To take the the characterizations from a, like a 19 year old actor mm-hmm. and embody them 20 years mm-hmm. later. Like that's mm-hmm. really cool. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was actually a really good episode. Just period. Like I, I, I actually think it's not a weird thing to say. That's maybe the best work anyone's ever gotten out of him. And maybe, maybe no one just gives him enough of a chance. It's like, ah, oh, you're candy man. Just come do a dumb cameo <laughs> and be a voodoo doctor. But Really, if you give Don't him a call chance. us, we'll call you five times. Yeah, he's such an interesting looking guy, sounding guy. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's just cool. Yeah. So then we have Richard Jump to Conclusions, Matt Real. Uh, <laughs> he uh, was in three different episodes of Star Trek shows. Uh, and I'm going backwards. In Enterprise, he was in the episode Cold Station 12 as the Augments. In, the sheriff. In Voyager, <laughs> he was in the episodes Fairhaven and Spirit Folk. Uh, but most importantly, he played Bataille, the best lifelong friend John Luke Picard ever had. Yeah. And, oh, okay. and he was okay. fake. And that was in the uh, highly regarded TNG episode, The Inner Light. Oh, The Inner Light. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the one where he has the 25 uh, minutes, but he lives a lifetime, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. A really yeah. He plays the flute. Yeah. Seriously, the only best friend John Luke Picard <laughs> ever gets in his entire, including all the way up to Picard. What well, definitely it, isn't his brother. Yeah, yeah. At age eighty-five or whatever he is in Picard, he is still only ever had one best friend, and it was this guy. <laughs> it was this guy? I love that. So That's much. how it is when you're an alpha. There is one friend. <laughs> one friend. Nice. Uh, here's the greatest line ever spoken about a flute. Since Brian brought up flutes. Hold on. He has a Peter Piper playing the flute. All right. There you go. And that's Chan. counting uh, American Pie. Yeah, that counts American Pie. Jackie Chan, the leader of flutes. Yeah. All right. Uh, well done. That was, that was great, great connections, despite what a dumb yeah. movie this is. Uh, that was that was really good. Uh, soundtrack grade, I'm going to give it a D for discount. Just felt like lame. Everything about the soundtrack was lame. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. like it. Well, Including that I, song, I thought was fit, not really Marilyn yeah. Manson, but... I was wrong. I just, I just dismissed it. I'm just yeah. like, eh, you know, yeah, it's 1.5 million. I mean, yeah. eh, what you going to spend your money on? <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, all right. Also, I think that alligator they showed early in the movie was B roll. That was it taken was from definitely B roll footage. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing else visible from the it movie. It would only have been funnier time. if they had like pulled it from some like black and white movie. That would have been better. <laughs> daytime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> daytime would be great. But it had a kind of weird fuzz and haze to the film that the rest of the film didn't have. So you could tell yeah. it was filmed yeah. in a different place. And yeah, that annoyed That's me. Okay. All right. That's also expensive getting you know, somebody, an animal handler in there. And so oh, yeah. that sounds expensive. Yeah. Damn right. straight. All right. Now we're to the Twitter post. This is where you guys 
in your infinite wisdom, sum this movie up in 280 characters or less. That's the current limit. And this time we're going to start with Randy. Hatchet, the first of a series of movies that you're never going to watch. Have you ever been to a wine tasting and the first wine you're given to taste is basically red vinegar? Then you see that they're bringing out like three more different bottles. You just leave. Just leave. Wow. Hashtag that, just leave. That, I'm going to say <laughs> hashtag that Twitter post was its own sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we we may have hit the limit on the account. Uh, yeah. 275 characters. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> nice. Well uh, done. Room for a link. Uh, all right. Well done. Brian Dunaway. <clears throat> Hatchet. I'd rather skin my own dick. Oh, hi, Candyman. Yeah, I'll watch your movie. Sorry about the whole skin my own dick thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sorry. All right. so, who says that? Yeah, no. Why would anyone ever yeah. say that in reality? You wouldn't ever. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd rather skin my own. In no way am I I'd rather skin on his dick yeah. than go on right. this boat ride. Yeah, there you go. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. You can have some of my characters, Randy. Hatchet. This movie sucks axe. <laughs> ah, there you nice. go. Because it is an axe on nice. that poster. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we got a, we got a, oh, th- this is great because these are just handed to me here. Card, little blue card. It says uh, alternate titles. It was almost called the CW Sept with Blood. Well, that's interesting. I don't yeah. know if it rolls off the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, or the, the saliva test. Because <laughs> yeah. the guy spit in his face with a thing. I assume that's supposed uh-huh. to be saliva, by the way. I, I don't know. What was that? It was all bubbly and, you know. Yeah, I don't ugh, know. Spitty. <laughs> oh, so gross. Smells like like old pennies. <laughs> <laughs> How very specific. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why yeah, that came It just got mind. grosser, actually. It did get grosser. Yeah. Let's get to these emails so we can wash the gross off. These came to filmsack at gmail.com. We love getting emails, especially during Sacktober. This one from Zach, who says, Hey, guys, just listen to the Alien 3 sack. Dunaway mentioned wanting to see an alien slash human fight. There is a Batman slash Aliens comic book series and a fan film called Batman Dead End, which has Batman, Predator, and aliens all fighting. It's a very fun watch. Looking forward to the rest of Sacktober. Zach, now here's the thing I would say. Um, We interviewed on Current Geek, Tom and I did, the uh, writer and director of Batman Dead End, and we love that short. So we thought this was going to be one of the coolest interviews. This guy ro- drove home for most of the oh, conversation. This with is his the top guy. Down. Yep. Yes, I remember The top this. down in his car. And then when he did get home, he peed while he talked to us on his phone. And we could hear him tinkling the whole time. <laughs> hey, man. Cre- creative types. Yeah. Come on. Right. Not, yeah. not everybody is meant to be heard on the internet or seen. I agree. It just was weird. One of the weirdest interviews we ever did uh, my, of my entire podcasting career. That was a that was a hell of a yeah. Thing. Maybe he was just pouring coffee. Might have been right. Might have been. That's uh, what Ibbitt does every week. That freaks me out. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, he does it all the time. <laughs> he holds it up to the mic. I've now. been I've been uh, doing yeah. I've been uh, using the cough switch lately. Yeah, but it's, it's still you know it's a fun little. But moment. I love it. It's like it's, it's, it's endearing. It's charming. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Somebody on the internet didn't like it. So, oh, oh, are you kidding me? I'm so sick of people not liking things on the internet and then us changing our behavior. Well, well I mean, within reason. As somebody, <laughs> as somebody who has like uh, whatever the opposite of oh, dysmorphope. No, what is it? It's where dysmorphia. you where certain sounds dysmorphia. Don't know. That's, right. uh, that's something else. Miso, no, that's it's like misosonia. Sonia is in there. Yes, miso misosonia or something like that. You're well, right. somebody right now just hates you trying to pronounce that. That's probably in their that's chair. Not, it's not that mesophilioma thing I hear about on cable television <laughs> no that's, it is not okay uh, misophonia 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 misophonia, okay. misophonia. 
misophonia. Oh, misophonia. <laughs> I can't wait to put in the Sir mix lot song. Put it why? Stop that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I'm looking at this. Uh, anyway. Oh, this Batman Aliens thing was a Dark Horse DC joint where they crossed over. I got to watch that. I'm going to read that. Like, I do, too. Thanks for that okay, recommendation. Okay, yeah, Scott, keep looking, keep looking that up. We're talking about something else. No, oh, yeah, well, I'm no, just no, saying. We're email. doing a podcast. He was bothered by sounds. <laughs> no, it's this guy's email. Shows. Batman Dead End and the, and the Predator Alien yeah. thing. He was talking about yeah. the comic book. I'm, ta- I'm absolutely talking about this guy's email. I love comic books, so that's what I focused I on. Uh, here's one from John. He says, did Brian say that Mark McKinney, brilliant sketch artist from the Kids in the Hall, was from Superstore? For yes. this offense, you yeah. get Purple Comic Sans as a font and this image. All right, I'm about to put it in the chat so you can see it now. Okay. Now we'll do that before we explain things here. Uh, hold okay. on. There we it should, is. We, have, okay. we need a Patreon level of uh, you get a screenshot of our Discord chat. Here's what, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's what I think he meant. So he did it in Comic Sans and Purple. He he was trying yeah. to say that you were terrible for saying this. What? what yeah. What did he, I get wrong? I think okay. his problem is you're saying he was from. Superstore. Oh, not no. in fruit. I know Superstore. the order that these things happened in, John. Right. So do we. So, John, you, I think and, you may have jumped the gun. Your comic sans using uh, the shade. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, love it. It's the shame, uh, lady, for those listening. Oh, he actually did. Okay, so he says for this offense, you get purple comic yeah. sense. Yeah, he tells you you get it. But the, the shame lady, yeah, there it is, shame. Yeah. shame. He, he, he goes and puts the uh, Emmy award-winning Hannah Waddingham. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, I know. The, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, which no, I, I know the order that those ago. things happened in, John. I know that Superstar <laughs> came after Kids in the Hall. He just uh, he and just said it. He just said a sort ascending to uh, descending. Superstar also came before Kids in the Hall. We are we are oh, a right. minute a, away a, from Kids in the yeah. Hall. Another email. Right. Oh, oh. Well, then technically, no. Technically, Brian's right, even if he said that by accident, because well, we're about to get yeah. more Kids of the Hall. But he knows. We all know. We yeah. Know. Yeah, guys, John. we are. I, I looked it up once again. Seven days. Seven days until Kids in the Hall is back. Oh, oh wow! Bang. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I really like all those like, guys. A it lot. was Citizen Kane. I actually think some of those guys are better older. I think they're funnier now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mark McKinney. Oh, that, that remains to be seen. Yeah, right? John. Like, John's uh, already writing you an email. Yeah, That's right. more more Comic Sans coming to Scott. Great. Or, uh, like this time oh, really? for me. Like yeah. you really have to like Mark McKinney talking like a Muppet. <laughs> To like him in Superstore. I love him in Superstore. I adore yeah, him. He is, he is hilarious. Like, if you don't like him talking like a Muppet the entire time, it, you're going to hate him. Tina heard. So I was watching Superstore in the other room. Tina's not watched any of it. And she's like, she came in. She's like, oh, I thought you were watching something like an animated TV show. Because she heard Mark yeah. McKinney's voice. And was, that makes me like it even more. It's not yeah. making it worse. It's yeah. making it better. All right. I thought you were watching a cartoon. <laughs> you were watching an animated program. <laughs> I love that inside dumb joke. It's so good. All right. Uh, you think they'll bring the state back since they're bringing Kiss in the Hall back? You think that'll happen? The state? Well, I mean, they're always busy doing. They did nine one one together yeah. and Reno, whatever. Yeah. Reno nine one one. Yeah. So they keep working together. But uh, mm-hmm. what did I see her in recently that really was good? The the lady, and I never remember. Carrie uh, Kenny. Yeah, she was in something recently where I was like, "Gosh, dang it, she hasn't lost." She a step. shows up on everything. Um, yeah, they're funny. because I'm because I'm rewatching all of My Name Is Earl. I noticed when she showed up on that. Dude, the state okay. is great. Uh, I love the state. I, I mean, she was in uh, uh, Superstore, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Doug, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I've got some things I want to check out today. I want to watch Superstore again because it's just a comfort food. And then I'm going to read this Batman versus Alien book. Yes. Agreed. It looks great. And then then you're going to watch Black Widow. And then I'm going to watch Black Widow, which we almost did last night, but then we were tired and we didn't do it. But Mm. we might. We almost did because I'm Disney Plus now, you know? You just, uh, the lawsuit's over. And it is really the time in our lives when we're just putting off watching things. Like, oh, yeah. Unless you're in it, somehow he does it. And I'm amazed by it. I don't know how he sees it. The last time I felt like (laughs) I was perpetually putting off a pile of stuff was back when Netflix sent you DVDs and they would sit, sit there. And you know, like again, mm-hmm. you know, watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless. They're not going to send me anything there. else until I send <laughs> yeah. one of these back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love so, it. I just want you guys to know, as we end the show, uh, at the very top of the show, I wanted to do this so I'd have some data before the show ended. So on Twitter, right as we were oh, beginning, God. I put a picture right. of the movie theater poster for this movie, and I said. This is an axe, not a hatchet. <laughs> and I've gotten a ton of feedback, and a lot of it is the same stuff like, it depends on how short the handle is. There's another one that says, yeah, how short like is said. the handle? So I think at the all at the end of this, the closest we've gotten to the truth might be Randy's original argument about length of handle. That might be it. Because right everyone seems to agree with you on here. Um, but yeah, quite, thank you everybody who helped me out with this uh, today. I didn't in really the, ask. But is it? In the Boy Scouts, I was uh, the person who always was chopping wood for, you know, the fire. Yeah. And uh, it took me about six years of being in the Boy Scouts before I found out. I realized one day, oh, all the other Boy Scouts are letting me do this because they don't like it. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I'm going to chop the wood. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it took me a really long time. Okay, Randy. I don't don't like chopping wood, and neither does anyone else. And they're just letting me do this. You go ahead. Exercise, though, chopping the wood. Chop that wood, Randy, they say to you. Uh, How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? Could a wood, Randy, chuck. All right. So, our next film is going to be uh, it was going to be Rob Zombie's 10,000 Corpses of the House of Corpses or whatever it was called. Yeah. But wait. And that that was streaming on Amazon Prime for years. Yeah. Like, I was so excited that I found this movie. We're going to watch it because it's always on Amazon Prime and they pulled it this week. Yeah, it's no gone. longer there. So now we're doing what's his it's another Rob Zombie movie that's actually regarded higher critically, but I've never heard of it. What is this, Randy? It's called The Lords of Salem. Yeah. It's and it's it, got it's a Prime. creepy young woman yeah. played by Rob Zombie's daughter. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Good. Bring it into the family. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, so super easy to get. Uh, that's where the other one was going to be anyway. Prime's got all the schlocky stuff. It's perfect mm-hmm. for sex. That's great. Right. Yeah. And um, it all recommends it to you. As soon as you finish one, you yeah. get all the rest. So watch yeah, that. So sorry sorry for those of you who saw the lists that I posted of what we're watching this month. It is now incorrect. We'll post a new list. Yeah. And we're, we're watching Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. That's next week right here on FilmSack. Well done, everybody. Good stuff. FilmSack at gmail.com is that email address. Keep those coming. FilmSack.com is our website. Everything's there. So go there if you're looking for stuff. And if you're reviewing our show, it's great to do that. Do it wherever you get your shows because it helps us get discovered, yay, all these years later. All right. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. It hurts. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Your nipples are dumb. Yep. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.